Oh, fuck, it's so goddamn hot. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the DestroProds.com Movies Television Podcast. I'm dead. Today we have Caveman. Aloha. And Rascal. Guten Tag. Until recently, I've been able to have my fucking fan on at the max setting and be able to, like, edit it out. But now, because of the fucking traffic, because we're recording this at 2.30 in the afternoon on Wednesday... There are so many goddamn trucks and shit driving by my fucking house. See, okay, I'm having the exact opposite problem to you because I'm freezing. I'm wearing fuzzy Go socks, slippers, I've got long pants, I've got a sweater, I'm wearing another a puffy jacket on top, plus a blanket, and it's 2.30 in the morning. Go yeah, but you're five. <laughs> no, I'm not five. I don't want to go to bed. <laughs> Five-year-olds can't handle the heat as well as fat 27-year-olds. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no. Uh, it's fucking hot. Uh, of course, you live in the Southern Hemisphere, so it's fucking cold. Uh, yeah. I hate you. Um, well, no, but okay, the thing yeah, you is, you get you fucking weird backwards-ass murder wonderland. You get snow. <laughs> That's unfair. No, I don't. I don't well, get one of snow. You do. Yeah, I one do. One of you do. Yes. It's nothing That's special. unfair. I live in death world where it's hot 24-7 <laughs> unless it is winter and I don't get snow. All I want to see is snow. It's, death th- it's nothing special. The Australia documentary. <laughs> okay, here, okay, here's what you do, rascal. Uh, go get yourself a bunch of sp- a, a bunch of packing styrofoam and put it on a wood chipper. And destroy the environment. Yeah, like I would have access to a wood chipper. I'm not going outside. So what That's do you mean the destroy the environment? Are. It's fucking styrofoam. You put it down on a tarp and then pick it up when you're done. You didn't include that in your instructions. It's yeah. assumed. Who the fuck's just going to be like, yeah, I'm just going to fucking take the styrofoam, chuck it out into a goddamn wildlife preserve, and then just leave it. <laughs> I mean, Don't that's say anything about a wildlife preserve, Dad. God. No, based okay, on what, no, based on your fucking fair. reaction. No, that's fair because everything here is a wildlife reserve. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Okay, shoot it at drop bears. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good golly, Miss Molly. Oh. I would have better luck shooting it at a koala. <laughs> Any hoozles. Well, just, oh, yeah. just wait. We just watch, find the koalas and just wait. Because don't koalas movies. evolve into drop bears? Isn't that how things go down they there? Do. Like, like koalas they... eat enough eucalyptus, and all of a sudden they turn homicidal. Um, no, koalas are too dumb for that. Um, they're also too sick on STIs. Uh, I think it's chlamydia. <laughs> uh. <laughs> No, this is a serious issue. They're dying out because of chlamydia, and they eat one type of fucking leaf. They're so dumb. They're so... Koalas are so dumb. They're like the pandas of Australia. Yeah. They... And there's no reason why we should be keeping them. I understand they're a staple... They're a staple of, like, the state and country and whatever, but they're so goddamn dumb, and all they do is they want to hurt You guys still have kangaroos? People. Those guys are awesome. And they're they assholes. taste great. I, I love eating kangaroo as well, yeah. But kangaroo... Kangaroos aren't as dumb. They are dumb, but they're not as dumb as koalas. Yeah, aren't kangaroos, like, 
fucking basically murder hobos? Yeah, kangaroo. kangaroos. So they're D&D are, players. No, they are pure testosterone. They have more testosterone than me, which is unfortunate. That's um, also not surprising. Yeah, I've yeah, heard kangaroos talk. Voice, <laughs> yeah, like, no, I, I, okay. always, I always thought like kangaroos oh. were like were like what if rats could box? <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they 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 sleep a lot. Um, and like if they're sleeping, you can get a good you know you can get a good pat on them, and they don't care. Um, but if you're talking to like a big red, I would not suggest going within a hundred meters of a big red, uh, because they will kill. Um, they just, they're testosterone, they like to fight, and they will fight. Um, Your feet collapse your fucking lungs. Yeah. Well, that's most animals, though. Uh, yeah, most animals have lung yeah. collapsible feet. Yeah. Um, the cast so, are who's going first cast. on what they've been watching? <laughs> Swinging hard away from Australia, let's talk about America. <laughs> or American television. I <laughs> know, uh, actually, a movie about 1950s American television. Oh no! Because I watched Pleasantville. Ah, I fucking love this movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. It is a it amazing movie. Christ, I I mentioned it before once or twice in the show. Um, I think I actually did talk about it a couple years back, like back in the early days before any of these fuckers were on. E. Uh, but I mentioned it a couple times since then when I've talked about uh, Joan Allen masturbating a tree on fire. Yep. <laughs> now this sounds familiar, yeah. So, for those who need, for those who want context, nope, no context is needed. Uh, the movie came out in like nineteen. <laughs> uh, Pleasantville came out in like nineteen ninety eight, I think. Uh, it starred Tobey Maguire and Reese Witherspoon as a couple of typical nineties teens. One of them, uh, Reese Witherspoon, was the popular girl who smoked, listened to Nirvana, and fucked all the time. That's the good life. And the other one was the other stereotypical um, '90s cliche of teenagers who have an encyclopedic have an, have an encyclopedic knowledge of Leave It to Beaver. <laughs> you know that old chestnut. That was me. That one was me. I was that guy. Uh, as you can tell, I got laid a lot in high school because of that encyclopedic <laughs> knowledge. I would make a quote as a joke, but I don't know literally anything except for the title of Leave it to Beaver. Me neither. <laughs> the encyclopedic knowledge leaves you the moment you get a girlfriend. Just but yeah, anyway, gone. so he... But yeah, so... um. So there's a TV land um, equivalent, TV time, on there, and they're going to be running a 24-hour Pleasantville Marathon with the potential to win $1,000 if you call in and answer answer trivia questions properly. So Toby's like, fuck, yes, that's going to be great. Uh, But unfortunately, Reese is a date that night. So fuck your your TV, nerd. I'm going to get fucked in the living room. Okay. So as they're fighting about, as they're fighting over the TV remote, um, it shatters, and because it's because their TV is one of those newfangled sets that only works with the remote, you know, like didn't exist in the nineties. Yeah, Uh, the TV remote gets shattered. Luckily, magic TV repairman Don Knotts is there, 
who gives them the worst television remote I've ever seen. I remember, I remember that. I remember like, wow. I remember being shocked that that that's what they were going with for their remote design. Uh, when I recent when I rewatched it recently, because it is bad. There are like, no numbers. It... Wait, what? Yeah, no, all, no, all no, you have is a volume it, up, volume down, a channel up, channel down, and power. It does not make no. sense as a TV remote. No, no it, it you makes, can't have not have the numbers. No, it makes sense as a TV remote if you're thinking of a future TV remote designed in 1957. Because uh, back then, I mean, all they have, had was channel up, channel down. We have TV remotes in our phones now, and I'm pretty sure those like apps have the numbers. Yeah, but remember, this is the thing about the 1950s. They had five channels. Yeah, I'm trying to see if I can't find the Pleasantville TV remote. Uh, I think this is it. I think this is it. But yeah, so they me... yeah, so then the two of them start fighting again, and they find themselves sucked into Pleasantville, inhabiting the bodies of the Pleasantville main family's children. Dad, you can confirm whether or not that is the. Uh, uh, there is no one. cord on it, but yes. Oh yeah, I think God. this is one that like has been made since. Yeah, this is a product that is made to like mimic that nonsense. Oh, it's sold on ThinkGeek alongside the, the Harry Potter wand remote. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's something else. Oh boy. But yeah, so they get sucked into the TV, and then they both have, and then they both are supplanting the lives of these characters. Um, fucking, um, what's her name? Uh. Reese Witherspoon is like, yo, fuck this noise. This show is for fucking nerds. I'm going to go get fucked by Paul Walker because Paul Walker's in this. <laughs> Meanwhile, Toby is very much like, we need to change nothing. And he does that by changing everything. <laughs> well, of course, have you not watched anything about time travel? Changing nothing yeah. means immediately going to change all the things that you care about. Yeah. Wait, like, wait, wait a minute. Is this a time travel movie? No. Or is this th- th- this is this no. is uh, this is They're a sucked into a TV show. Yeah, this is this is somebody going into a TV show and bringing literal color. So it would be like being sucked into like um a movie. And fuck, all I can think of is aliens. But like you you have to follow the plot of the movie, otherwise it never ends or whatever that's a bad choice because most uh, no, characters no, it's, die no it's more like being sucked into like the dick van dyke show and turning it into a wholly other show because yeah, that's what okay. this is like like they yeah. get sucked in and things work very specifically here like um like, like paul like uh there's a point where toby mcguire goes to uh goes to like basketball practice and everyone makes every shot, including him. Like, doesn't even try, just throws it with the with the intent of having it go in the net, and it will always go into the net. There's a point where, like, every single member of the basketball team forms a, like, ring around the net. They all shoot at the same time, and every shot goes in. That's pretty good. But then, but then, um... Paul Walker comes up to a Toby and is like, "Hey, you know, I want to ask your sister. I think she's really keen." And then he, and then Toby's like, "I don't think that'll work." Then he takes a shot and misses. Then every shot everybody takes for the rest of the movie misses because one thing didn't go a character's way. 
Like, they go to the library and look at books and stuff, and every book is blank. So, dream theory would be applied here. Yeah, okay, yeah. And, but, and, then, and then once they start, like, actually figuring out what the story is, then the book fills out. Like oh, one, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, at one point, they, uh, at one yeah. point, they, like, bring over, like, the tale of, the tale of Huckleberry Finn. And Reese, Reese was like, yeah, so I don't know. I, I heard a bit about it in class or whatever when I was, like, sucking dick or something. And, so, like, half of it filled out, but I don't know how it ends. And then, he, then Toby begins explaining it. Never saying the slave character's name. Oh, you gotta love that shit. Just says, you know, Huckleberry and the slave. Oh, oh. that's that's worse than saying calling him by name. That is worse than oh. calling him by name. Can you just call him Tom? Yeah. Isn't that his name? I thought it was Jim. Yeah, just call him by the not racist part. Yeah. Yeah. But no, then the book fills out with, with the rest of the story. And all I can assume is that that word never shows up again. It's either a blank space or just the slave. <laughs> that, oh, yeah. oh, boy. Oh, that boy. Would be so bad. That would be oh, so boy. bad. That w- oh, yeah. Man. Oh, boy. <laughs> but no, like the movie is. But yes, yeah, so, so, so as more and more stuff happens where like Pete were like, you know, everyone starts fucking. They start questioning the they start questioning the nature of their reality. They start questioning like, hey, what is what's life like outside of Pleasantville? Because in Pleasantville, only Pleasantville exists. There are two streets, and both of them are recursive loops that loop back onto each other. Like like the, like she's like, all right, yeah, we got Elm Street like, that connects to Main Street, and then she's, and then Reese is like, what's the end of Main Street? And then, Elm and Street. no one can understand what 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 it, what, what she means. It's like, what happens outside of Pleasantville? What do you mean outside? What do you mean outside the compound walls? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sweetie, we don't talk about that. That's where the Reavers live. Oh God. <laughs> I'd start thinking that I was on the Truman Show if I wound up in Pleasantville. If I'm honest. Yeah. yeah like, where like, are the cameras? Is- I was like, that's when the point in time where you go, is this a Truman Show effect now? And it's like, oh, have I been diagnosed with well, a Truman Show disease? Well, no, because you're literally in a television show. Like, like the Truman Show metaphor doesn't really work here because the Truman Show no, was about a guy she- living his normal life with everybody else knowing it's a TV show. This is everybody else living their normal life with two characters knowing they're in a TV show. And them trying it's like, to... It's the inverse. But what I'm saying is, if I was a character on that show, still having some of my own identity, I'd be like, is this the Truman Show? Is that what's going on here? Well, that's the thing. You wouldn't have show? your identity. Because your identity would be a character in that show until fucking, all of a sudden, the two most important kids in the town are like, hey, things are kind of weird here. And then you go, wait a minute. Why is my dick hard? <laughs> Well, no, okay, wait a minute, let me post something else. You wouldn't know the Truman Show phenomenon because you're from Pleasantville. So you'd be like, fuck, this is the Pleasantville phenomenon now. But anyway, um, yeah, so uh, yeah, so it's kind of hilarious. Like the, way, like, the way Toby, like, fucks shit up is just, like, he he's very much like, okay, so the magic TV repairman, Don Knotts, 
uh, he puts them in the show and thinks like, hey, it's going to be great. You guys are going to have so much fucking fun here. It's going to be dope. And then Toby's like, let me the fuck out. So Don not gets so Don <laughs> not gets sad and leaves and says, I'll come back in like two weeks. So they have to live in this world for two weeks. Uh, Toby is very much like, we need to change nothing. But then as soon as something comes along that could potentially change stuff, he changes it himself. Like Paul Walker two being like... Two weeks is a... Like, like Paul Walker being like, hey, I want to date your sister. And he's like, oh, my sister's not my sister, so fuck. Or like he two goes... Two weeks is a long time. Yeah. Or yeah, it's sh- a really long time. Yeah, or he goes to, or he goes to uh, his character's job, but he shows up five minutes late. And so the guy who ran the place is like, is like hey, my ru- hey, my fucking, like, activity loop broke because you weren't here to do stuff so I've been spending these so I've been spending the past half hour buffing this one spot on the counter to the point where oh like, my stri- god to the point where it strips away like the plaster and varnish on top dude I just had, I just had a thought yeah this would be a really interesting video game yeah that I was just you know, thinking like, that like the whole point of the game is to break the AI's patterns yeah. Like, yeah. You just walk up to a character and you just start bumping into them until they're no longer doing whatever it was they were doing. So they like you're like you're freeing the NPCs from their NPCdom. So Detroit. Yeah, I was just about to say we we've made we're making a better Detroit. <laughs> Make Detroit only Pleasantville themed. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and then make <laughs> Detroit <laughs> become Pleasantville. <laughs> Yeah, and from there, um, he just keeps telling he just keeps telling uh, Jeff Daniels, the guy who runs the soda, the guy who runs the restaurant, pop shop, the milk, the milk bar, the no, fuck shack. I don't know. Diner? It's a the pop shop. Shit. That's what that's what they were called. Pop shops. I have they never were... heard that. Well, you don't live we... in America. Yeah, they I all, don't. I've know also what a pop I also didn't is. hear that in the show. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me. A uh, soda bar? No. Nope. Restaurant. Okay. You started leading in with soda, so... Uh... Anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yes, Jeff Daniels is like... Is like going through his routine, and then Toby's like, Hey, if I'm not here, you can do the things yourself. Instantly, instantly breaking him out of his loop and fucking up the show. Because then later that night, um, after Toby just fucking bounced and left his job early, Jeff Daniels came over and was like, hey, yeah, so you don't know, you know usually routine where like you do this and I do that and you do that and then I do that. I did all of it and out of order. By the way, your mom's really hot. <laughs> That's one way to end, I think, all sentences. Yeah. Meanwhile, Reese Witherspoon went up to the lover's lane with, uh, with fucking Paul Walker. I just started sucking his dick. Like everyone else is up there just like sitting, you know, having enough space for the Holy Spirit between them in their cars. And then just go over to just go over to the Paul Walker car. And yeah, Reese is just fucking going to town on him and he cannot fathom what is happening. And it is is Reese Witherspoon's only characteristic is that she's like sex crazed. 
No, she is she is a liberated 90s teen who was like, yo, sex is fucking nothing. She's been like the sexual revolution happened and she is now living in the post world of that. So her going into the horrendously repressed 1950s era television version of reality. She may as well be, but her character arc is actually her <laughs> realizing that that shit isn't the only way to have self-worth and becomes like a and I ends up staying in that world to get her degree. <laughs> Oh, okay. It, it gets weird. Yeah. But yeah, it, all, it just brings up a lot of questions about like Reese's life before that because she is in a she's in a she's in a convertible car with the roof down, sitting next to four other cars, both all four of them with people in it, all of them with the roofs down, just fucking. Just that's what she's doing. No hesitation, no anything. Not like, hey, let's go off to our own little corner. It is just, hey, we're in the middle of this goddamn lineup. Who wants to see my tits? So, like, what kind of life was she leading before she went there? Like, was that just a regular thing? Just like, hey, we're going to a house party. Everyone's going to get their dicks out at, like, 4 p.m. Well, if popular media is cheap to be believed, it wouldn't be uncommon for people to just start having sex house parties Especially teenagers. Yeah, However, I mean, you put enough teenagers in a room. Media. No, trust from an actual teenager. Put enough teenagers in a room, you you'll find it. Yeah, I put enough teenagers in a room. Never led to sex. No, not your friends. Popular <laughs> teenagers. I yeah, I lived next door to popular teenagers. I hung out with them sometimes because their moms made us. <laughs> 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 thing I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, same thing happened to me. Oh my god, this is so yeah, sad. Yeah, no, no. I, yeah, the closest we got, the closest I got to fucking. Oh no, okay. I take that back, actually, because there was one <laughs> the night where you ever got to fucking. <laughs> I actually do take that back because there was one night where um, someone walked into the bathroom and there were just two people having sex. And then I think the next day, one of the guys involved in that fucking just got his dick out and started running up and down our street. See, <laughs> uh, teenagers. Yeah, I was, I was far enough. Yeah, they, they were going to Subway. I was walking with them. I was walking about 20 feet ahead. So I only <laughs> saw the outline of his dangling bulge. <laughs> oh, great. Luckily, That's the street great. lamps, the street lamps were illuminated in such a way that I did not see him hanging brain properly. But yeah, it's a Pleasantville. It's, it's about a racism for a reason. It's a classic for a reason. Yeah, it's about racism, but also like the fifties. Though that brings up a question that I have to ask whenever Pleasantville is brought up. Yes. Since I've rewatched it and actually remember the damn thing, if you could pick one TV show to live in, which one would you pick? None. Ooh. Ooh, that depends. Do, okay. You would replace if, one of the characters, one of the main characters. Yeah, none. Ooh, Pleasant okay. Rules. I would, I would do none of them because I know what I'm capable of and any show that I would go into, it would either just be my life minus all the people I know and love or my life or, or a more interesting and exciting life but one in which I would die because I'm really fat and horribly physically inactive. 
I have another question to you, to you two. That's been propositioned to me before. Okay. If you could, re- if you could be okay, the re- the criteria you want to be this person, and you also want to fuck them. It's a double-edged sword. Who would that person be? Hermione Granger. You know, so, okay. in the se- in the last movie, mm. when she's an adult. Yes. Wait a minute. You you want to fuck them, and you also want to be that person. <laughs> it, you would be sword. willing to be them or be in them. Yes, all them and you, depending how you want to be. <laughs> so when I become them, do I fuck them, or is it like an option? No, no, do no, I no, get no, the no. option of oh, no, I no, no, can no, become no. them or I can fuck them, or is it just I become you, them but you, I want to fuck them? You do both. You sleep with you, them to become them. It's like, okay, it's like, given the opportunity, you would do either either. Like, you'd go, like, if given the opportunity, you would fuck them, or given the opportunity, you would become that person. But, like, you know, mm. you've, it's got to fit say that this, criteria. Though, if, I, if I end up possessing Hermione's body, she will quickly become a lesbian. <laughs> yes. She's already married with kids. Ah, <laughs> uh, not in the seventh book. I don't think that happens to a cursed child. So caveman's got like a lot of time. No, it happens mm-hmm. at the end of the. It happens at the end of the last book. Oh yeah, shit! So yeah, I become point. her at the beginning of the movie and just shut down that relationship with Ron. Yeah. Okay. This is book and mo- book or movie and any medium. So you go into the beginning of that, well. and that relationship, which then could potentially fuck up the entire war. That's fine. Leading that to yeah, magic that's fine. Nazis. There's no consequences. There's yeah, no that, consequences. That's fine. That's fine. I don't you care. C- yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll let Harry die too. It's, it's okay. You do it's realize fine. you just said you wanted to be a lesbian in a world ruled by Nazis. <laughs> well, once Harry dies, then you can kill Voldemort again. It's fine. I'll just go get a gun, like Hermione should have done a long time ago. <laughs> but yeah, the snake- she was able to send her parents to Australia and yet not acquire a gun. Well, the the fan get around this because it's not explained in the book theory is tech and magic don't mix, so if you try to shoot a gun at a wizard, that wouldn't work. That does not make any sense as a fan of the books. Yeah, like, you're not enchanting the gun, you're using the gun. You can't hex a revolver. Yeah. I'm not, like, saying, you, I mean, I'm not saying you hex it. I'm saying, like, fucking, you go to do the fucking science shit that makes the boom happen, and they're like, nah. Which is alchemy, because alchemy and chemistry are basically the same things, just minus the magic. Yeah. Why are we talking about this? Because you I said you wanted to question about fucking Watson. That's fine. That's on. valid. <laughs> Moving on. This is important. I don't have an answer for this. You're thinking Dead. too hard. I would Moving be the on. master from Doctor Who. Okay. Which one? Eric Roberts? All of them. Give it to me. Hell yeah. Not the Miss not Missy though. No. What was the one before Missy? John Simmons? Yeah. I would end it there. And then I would make a new regeneration so Missy wouldn't happen. Okay. You really want to get this guy fucking balls deep in you? <laughs> <laughs> for, for my integrity of my answer yes <laughs> oh. 
That's, that's our the master rascal. from the live action, currently 100% in canon American Doctor Who movie. Oh, that's our rascal. There's also the one where he's pretty much like trash, but like melted trash. I, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> what about when you were Edward Jacobi? You were just this tiny old man who didn't believe Shakespeare wrote anything. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm standing. I'm standing by my answer here. You spent. You spent like. It's been like a good couple decades just thinking you're a fucking school teacher before you get a pocket watch and you start murdering people again. No, that's the doctor. That's the master. They were both. No, the master was. They were both. Oh, yeah. I I love this. I love where where we can go sometimes because (laughs) it is so crazy. So anyway, Pleasantville. Yes. One of the things I actually. Well, worth a watch if you haven't watched it. Just gonna just blanket state that right now. Yeah. If you haven't seen this movie before, look it up. It's well worth a watch. It's a very interesting movie, and I I actually really enjoyed pretty much, you know, everything except for every time one of the characters was just like on the verge of like it always annoyed me when they were on the verge of breaking out of the loop, and then one of the other characters had to go and be like, you know, you don't have to be in your loop, right? Because <laughs> It's like okay, just let him break free on his own. He doesn't need you. Yeah, uh, one of the one of the interesting things I actually read about the movie, kind of going into it, was uh, this. There was there was a piece written about it in on a website called Reason, where like everybody was looking, everybody looked at the movie, and it was like, like, hey, this is about race, because as things progress, some characters stay in black and white, others gain color, then they're separated, but still equal, just separated. There are water fountains for colored people. When they go to court, all the colored people are not allowed to sit with the black and white people. Okay. You know. I... Like that thing people don't like to talk about. Okay. But I yeah, the yeah, then um I read stare into the camera moment then. Yeah, then I read a piece about it and it was it was about that, but also Every other big like social revolution that happened in the next couple of years just kind of happening at once. Like the like the idea of like the original kind of conceited by it was, oh yeah, it was fucking 90s kids heading into like 1950s America and showing them how things really are, man. But then but then this piece argued that it was modern day 90s kids going into a sanitized version of 1950s America and reintroducing the ideas that were already there in real 1950s America. Not just introducing it, but forcing people to acknowledge and to a certain point accept it. Yeah, because, because some of the some of the colorized people don't do it because they want to. Yeah, just, they don't get colorized because they want to. They are forced to take. They are forced to understand and become more than what they were. Yeah, it's just things, just like kind of them just being exposed to the idea that they don't have to be what they are brings color oh god they probably like this is just a little aside the the pleasant uh, pleasantville world probably has an naacp well now it does (laughs) yeah that's what i mean like they're probably before before fucking anytime anybody brought that idea big jim's like what's color (laughs) (laughs) oh god 
because yeah, that's the other thing. Like, the, like the big bad of this fucking thing is just white dudes, just old white I, men. I don't know, master. They getting colored. <laughs> that could be a problem. Yeah, like, like, oh, man. like I'm black and it feels racist to do that. <laughs> yeah, I just oh god. <laughs> yeah, one of one of my favorite scenes in this movie. One of my favorite scenes in this movie is like. After it starts raining for the first time, William H. Macy comes home and is like, honey, I'm home. And then lightning strikes outside. Then he does it again. Lightning strikes again. There's no dinner or anything. And he's just saying, where's my dinner? And then walks down to the bowling alley, just soaking wet from the rain. And everybody's like just fucking bowling it up with their fucking shirts or whatever. And Macy just kind of sits down. And it's like, so I got home. I hung up my hat, put on my briefcase, said, honey, I'm home. But no one was there. And everyone's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. He's like, I looked around and there was no dinner. And everybody's like acting like he just found a dead body. <laughs> and then, the, and then, and then Big that. Jim brings another guy and it's like, it's like, hey, Roy, come on up here. Show him. It's like, Jim, you said you, said you wouldn't tell anyone. It's like, come on. It's for the greater good. He takes off his jacket and reveals a iron burn on the back of his shirt. But it's shot and it's acted like he's showing off like fucking like acid burns or scars from when he was an abuse victim. And it's like leans into Jim's shoulder and starts crying as Jim just starts patting him on the back reassuringly. <laughs> oh my god. Because yeah, this movie is... There's a shot in this movie that is pretty much ripped straight from Starship Troopers for me, to me. Yeah, like a, like a... They just... So the kids just met Paul Walker and Reese is like, alright, how long do we gotta fucking be here? Because she got, because she got, you know... She got more into the idea when she realized there were hot people here. Because according to her, being like, because because according to her, the 1950s were for nerds. <laughs> this is wild. <laughs> yeah, no. If you haven't seen Pleasantville, you need to go see it. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, and like, it's 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 really really interesting to even try and comprehend half of what's going on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so they just start talking and. And they're like, all right, yeah, I'll go do this. And then hard cut to a fucking like down, like a low angle shot of an American flag with kids walking by looking like they're fucking towering giants. Like I'm about to be asked if I want to know more. With this very like triumphant patriotic music being played behind it. It's like. I didn't expect like a narration to come on. Come on, just the youth of today are the leaders of tomorrow. Would you like to know more? <laughs> and it is my favorite cut in a movie. Ah, oh, so good. And everyone in it is fucking great. William H. Macy, fantastic actor. Joan Allen, Tobey Maguire, Reese Witherspoon, all of them are fucking great. Paul Walker. Rest his soul, not a great actor. By any stretch. But his very... Wooden delivery actually works in this because the 1950s, because the 1950s standards of acting weren't that great. No, they no, were not. No, no. So having Paul Walker just like kind of go for like the oh shucks, gee willikers moment with his, let's say, limited range works really well. So yeah, Pleasantville's amazing. It's a rather pleasant experience. <sighs> but thinking about it in universe, it is also really weird that Joan Allen's character was like, 
Hey, daughter of mine, who I only see as my daughter, teach me how teach me how to masturbate. Because that's a thing that happens. She like they're watching. They're, they're, they're standing there washing dishes, and then and then Jones like and then Jones like Jones character is like, hey, so daughter of mine, what happens up at Lover's Lane? She's like, ah, oh, we fuck. Oh, what's that? she then spends the next like from she didn't, the sun is down when they're when they finish talking <laughs> and she's like oh that's okay well i can't do that your dad would never be down for it we still sleep in separate single beds <laughs> because one of the big scandals in the, in the town is a double bed just like a fucking queen size mattress is just oh my god. Yeah, and then and then Reese is like, hey, you know, you don't really need dad. Just like, hey, here's what you do. <laughs> Bring on the revolution. <laughs> here's a bag of peas to practice with. <laughs> oh my god. Just like get in the tub, put on some can light some candles or whatever you need to do. And just fucking go. And burn down a forest. Oh yeah, also that, the first fire this town has ever had. Because nothing in here can be lit on fire. Unless it's supposed to burn. You know, like logs on a campfire, candles, a stove. Basically, yeah. Like, literally, like, everything works properly, but nothing can go wrong. Yeah. So you could pick up a... Like, in Pleasantville, you could pick up a burning log with your bare hands, and my best guess is not only would your hands be fine, but whoever you tried to beat to death with it would be like, Hey, what are you doing there, kiddo? Why, well, that looks insane! Because that's how Pleasantville works. Yeah. Until the 90s happened. It, it, you know what? It sounds like a weird purgatory-like hell. It is. It very much is. That's all 50 television. Yeah. Hell, that's all television. <laughs> unless you're in one of the, unless you're one of those unless you're in one of those new series where people have caught on to the idea that you can tell stories. Yeah. <laughs> then nothing ever changes. Like you, you just go, you just fucking walk into work with the same people. No relationship ever fully develops, and you are just stuck in this cyclical hell of never escaping it until the universe just collapses and you cease to exist. Or you die, which I think at that point is a relief. No, even that is not a even that is not a guaranteed because it's television. They could just write you back in. You know what show would suck to get trapped in? Any The Simpsons. Oh God. God. It would be so God. terrible. Imagine oh. if you were trapped in there from the beginning and you want had to the talk last about cyclical hells now. <laughs> like that is that is like a special brand of hell. Because every mm -hmm. once in a while, because like everyone knows it, like there are multiple references to just like the fact that they know they're in a cartoon and stuff. Like fucking Homer, Homer knows that he can't die. Yeah, Homer knows that like he can do anything and still go back to work at the nuclear plant. He knows. Yeah, fucking fucking Bart, Lisa, and Maggie all recognize that they are horrible freaks because they don't know where their head end, where like their hair ends and their head begins. 
and they also know that they won't age. They yeah, know they, they, they won't age. They Maggie reference knows. The fact, they reference the fact that nobody ages. The only times we ever see any character mature is in a future vision. And it's been 20 goddamn years. None of those are coming true. Closer to 30. And you know what's worse? In The Simpsons, some characters are dead. Yeah. They're dead uh-huh. dead. Some characters like... die, and Mr. Burns is still a fucking live. Mormon yeah. has died like 12 times. Yeah, yeah it's for, like some it characters are It must be the worst version of dead. hell for him, because he keeps dying. And he the worst part is the way he reacts... Uh, I guess this is the end for Mole, man. Oh, no, my He's brain. He's been through it. He's been through it so many times. He has died so many times in, play, in times when we haven't seen him die that he's used to it now. Yeah, that's a nightmare. Yeah. When's that Treehouse of Horror special going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> it may already have. <sighs> anyway. So yeah, moving on. Last thing I have to talk about because I only watched two things because E3 happened. Uh, uh, Steven Universe. I got caught up on that. Woo! How far did you get? All the way to the newest episode? Yes, I know the reveal. <gasps> Hell yeah. Can we talk about the reveal? Yes. I give no fucks. Yeah, okay. so for anyone out there who... It was great. Anyone out there who is into Steven Universe and hasn't caught up, uh, this will be spoilers, uh, but they do actually reveal a significant piece of information that does actually give stuff context and kind of changes how you view some things in the show. Look, okay, if you've gotten to this point and you're interested in Steven Universe and you haven't watched it yet and you want to keep spoiler-free, just leave. Just yeet out of this because... No, don't do that. Just, like, jump ahead, like, 12 minutes. Yeah, 12 minutes. That'd be right. But, like, hell yeah... Okay, they literally, they wrote the show knowing the twist reveal, which is nice. So, so everything Rose in Quartz, the, everything. Rose Quartz is Pink Diamond. Rose oh, Quartz I am so diamond. shocked. I did not see that coming. I know. Yeah, everyone knew. Everyone, everyone knew. But, knew, you but know the what? fact that it is actually fully confirmed now, I can just fucking go in there and like, yes, okay, things happened. It was a thing that happened, which in this show is something. Yeah. You know what, though? There was actually a bit of backlash um, within the fandom because some people really hated it. Of course there fucking really was. It's the Steven fucking it. Universe I fandom. I know. It's the Steven Universe. Thing. But the thing is, a like, storyboard been artist drew two characters in the show in the same frame and people drove her off of Twitter. I know. It's fucking wild. But it's like it's such a good like it's like such a reveal that it's been written there from the start and like it actually true. Yeah, it and happened. Seeing the and moment see- that they revealed that the diamond of Earth was pink diamond, I was like, oh, rose quartz. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but they exactly. also we got we got to see some of like pink diamond's character before she fully went into the messianic figure of rose quartz that we know and. Getting to see her made me like her character a lot more because she's just a fucking bratty bitch. Yeah, she's such a bratty child like, as like a diamond, reason, and then like like one of the things is like how she fucking started the like the like the crystal gems and revolution stuff. She just gets kind of bored. No, she she from what I understand, she fell in. She didn't fall in love. She found fascination. Like you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. It was just yeah. Um, it, it wasn't it wasn't like oh yeah, this fucking thing was great. It's like oh. 
things are interesting here. And I, if I yeah. if I do interesting things here, then I won't be bored. And like, you know, if if I continue with the colony, these interesting things aren't going to be here anymore. Yeah, and I'll I go back to, to having my moms yell at me. Yeah. So, this, which is really interesting how, like, early on in the series, how Rose Quartz was framed as, like, you know, a character. And then but she wasn't, how she wasn't over a character. Time, she was a figurehead. She was no, Jesus. Yeah, she yeah, was a figurehead. Was- yeah, yeah, yeah. And then over time, her, like, her character kind of developed, and it's like, oh, she's not this messiah kind of figurehead matriarch, you know. She's yeah, a she fucking gem sucks. That and everything that she's done love. has had horrible negative psychological impacts on her fucking kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, oh, God, I feel so bad for Pearl because, like, <laughs> the last command she got from her diamond is to not talk about the thing. And then she fell in love with Greg, and now there's no more Rose Quartz to talk to about it. Technically, that shouldn't have been a problem because Steven is that. Like, how, how gems work. Oh, that's, that's, uh, you get a little fiddly when you get to that. I mean, yeah, because Stephen is half human, so it's like he has I think the he, diamond. He had literally he has does, the thing. He has the diamond, yes, yes but, but I think he is it's a up to different Pearl entity. So yeah, Pearl views Stephen as a different entity. Then Pearl psychologically is placing that block on herself. It's not even a psychological thing. It fe- it feels like a programming thing. It feels like it feels like how like you know it feels that pearls were purposely made as slave servant things, and it's like this is part of their programming is they follow their diamonds command. Yeah, this uh, that's what it feels like. Um, it feels like old. It feels like an old command that's gripped onto Pearl, and that you know she can't let go of it because it's a, a part of her core aspect that she can't get rid of. Yep, but not until her cell phone falls into a level of her subconscious that she's allowed to. Well, that's because she's not actually telling anyone. She's just reliving the memory. It's like a loophole. <laughs> she's like loyal. This. She's like, oh. That's not my problem it, with it. It, it is count. the it is the idea that like, hey, I'm gonna drop my cell phone into my brain, into my literal <laughs> being. Then you have to go into <laughs> representations of my being deeper and deeper into my memory because that's how minds work, right? Go fetch, Steven. <laughs> yeah, it's better than the okay. You can just read my thoughts. Uh, way most things have mind. Uh, yeah, or or Pearl does like a projection. Also, Instead I didn't know that they could it. do that. What, I, the go into the head? Wait, I knew about that. No, I knew Pearl gems could do whole... that. I didn't know that the organic matter could do that. Because there's there are plants yeah. and shit in their fucking head. Yeah. We we knew that as a part of Pearl, like Pearl programming or Pearl making is that they, they can hold things for their diamond. So yeah, I'm I'm not surprised that an entire Steven could be thrown in there and like plants if and that stuff. was shown before I either if that was, was shown before I either skipped over that episode because it was meaningless or forgot it probably probably forgot it because of the yeah, like, dumbass yeah like getting in yeah, like getting up getting up to this episode I actually skipped over half the episodes I didn't watch because I didn't like I missed it at the time because a lot of them were like hey yeah Sadie joins a band or hey guys remember that time Ronaldo existed oh, I like yeah. Ronaldo Ren- yeah, Ronaldo. Okay, I have to. I have to get this me. out of the way for anyone who's ready to hate on me because I'm not 
going to watch it. I will watch it when the show has been fully released. Yeah. Because yeah. I Honestly, love Steven Universe. I fucking love it. I am sick to my stomach with the release schedule. It yeah. is an insult to everything that this show is built up that it's being released at this pace. It is <coughs> criminally criminally negligent to the fans. And, and to the, the actual show. To release it And like to this. the crew. It is and you an know what's insult. worse? It is an insult, and I refuse to support it. So I'm not watching it until it's done. And you know what's worse? Is that Cartoon Network, they do this release schedule. So they're releasing this, like, years in between episodes, essentially. That's what it feels like and probably is. Um, but they also leak a lot of content an awful lot. Um, like, just before A Single Power Rose, uh, there was uh, another bit of media related to Steven Universe, and... Uh, Cartoon Network released a still from a future image of the diamonds, blue and yellow, on Earth talking to Steven. And now that a single pearl rose has come out, it's obviously Steven must have won their hearts because he's technically their child sister diamond. And it's like, you know, but he obviously, you know, Cartoon Network leaked that before it was like out why no this could have been such like you know it could have been such an arc to go like oh but what will steven do with the diamonds now that he knows there's a diamond it's like well obviously he's gonna win over the hearts of blue and yellow because we've seen it now but well, we're not well, going to know about well, no. that have, for another two fucking win, years have we seen him win their hearts over or have we seen them standing next to each other no, 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 like, Blue is, like, holding Steven in her hand, and she's, like, smiling and, like, you know, looking all happy to see him, and yellow well, is being a bitch be in the background. Well, that could be that she's like, oh, Pink Diamond, you're still alive, let's just separate you from your organic matter. Yeah, that seems, yeah, I mean, that, that seems like what that. it'll be. It's not gonna be, it's not gonna be some fucking thing of, like, hey, yeah, we're goddamn great now, let's hang out on Earth, no, person who is super no, into does- murdering everyone. <laughs> It does no. It does look like they're hanging out on the beach and they're having like a beach day. That's what it kind of looks like. Um, I'm on it. Like, you, though, to be like, fair, I'm not gonna like say image? I know exactly. Can you I, post this uh, image so that we we can judge it? Oh shit! Okay. Oh, and bismuth there. Oh my god! Yeah, bismuth. You know, again, the murder junkie. What the fuck is this goddamn show? Steven Universe? This shit's... I also love, like, I, I search that thing, and there's a YouTube fucking thumbnail. Blue killed Pink Diamond. <laughs> Just bitch. Oh, and then they, well, we gotta get to fucking... And then White Diamond will be showing up at some point. Whoa. I think this is it. Yeah, I can't bring myself to be excited about this show because of the fact that, like, I got super fucking into it, and then it was like, oh yeah, it's going to be six months before they release an episode, and that completely brought me out of my hype. Yeah, and I'm just going to put a little, like, chingy plan there. Um, The way you... 
the way you like doggedly watch things, the way the way you like have to watch things according to you, um, you'll never be able to watch this show in its entirety. Why not? Uh, have you seen how they release things on like actual for real media? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, never gonna get to see this show unless you want to spend like the fucking seven hundred dollars to import the Blu-ray from Australia. Never we don't get see the Blu-ray. We don't get the Blu-ray. Okay, from England. That's better. Never gonna, never gonna watch this show. Yeah, I have no fucking clue what's going on in the in these two images, because this makes no sense given what we know about it's, any of these characters. If it's I had to guess, a video clip. If I had well, to guess, this is 100% should be trying guess. to crack these diamonds. Blue like hardcore. It, it it got through blue. This is what happened. Fucking Steve was like, "Hey, blue, guess what? I'm pink, you asshole." And then she's like, "Oh my god, yellow, let's go do this thing." And yellow's like, "Fuck, I'm gonna kill all of you." And blue's like, "Nah." Okay, and why is Bismuth not trying to crack the diamonds? I who knows? Because shut up. Who knows? Yeah. Never. I will never shut up. It's why I'm here. Yeah, Bismuth isn't trying to crack the diamonds because. Dot 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 something stupid from Tumblr. I'm sure we'll find out in like five years. Yeah, so uh, that's a nice projection of the release schedule, but it's going to be longer. Yeah, so that's my yeah. thoughts on that. Um, last thing, fuck Tumblr, that fucking horrible rancid hive of hatred and villainy. What did they okay. do? Um, now. everything. Like fucking one of my one of the early one of the earlier news stories when I started getting into fucking Steven Universe was the story of how Tumblr drove a drove a fan artist for Steven Universe to commit suicide because they because she because that person drew Rose Quartz not fat. Oh, good lord. Also, there, uh, another thing. thing is, uh, so Sardonyx. You say that I was actually thinking of another, another similar story where it was. Um, I think they drew, uh, um, either Peridot or Lapis together, and no, the, the, that that was the storyboard artist. That was the no, no. This was the fan artist. Um, th- completely different. I know. Um, and uh, this person just didn't like the Amethyst and Peridot uh, ship, and that got a lot of heat as well. And that was like a near suicide. Which that's a, that's a ship I do not, I fundamentally do not understand. Also, I think there was another one with involved Garnet and how the, the artist just wasn't drawing her. Uh, so the fans of Steven enough? Universe are yes. assholes. Good to know. No, the fans of Steven Universe yeah. are worse than assholes. They are scum. Good to know that. Never going to talk about my feelings on Steve, about Steven Universe on Tumblr. You have a Tumblr? Yeah, don't. Technically, <laughs> I, I, I only it. use it to view other Tumblrs. So I guess I technically have yeah, one too. Yeah. I use it to look at cool images yeah. and follow a Colin Farrell fan blog. Somebody. Well, there you go. Never give your thoughts about it on Tumblr. Instead, give it on a podcast that is hosted on a website, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Radio. That has one fan. No, that has one fan that pays us as well as other fans who don't. Okay, <laughs> that has less than a thousand fans. There we go. Well, less than a hundred. <laughs> but hey, those 85 are here. 
yeah, to hate on me for here. what I've said. <laughs> Dude, trust me. They're here for our views, I, views on Steven Universe. You've seen the Undertale fandom, right? Yes, I have. I've talked a bunch of shit about Undertale, and I am still here. Oh, they're going to kill alive. me. They're just going to hate on me. Fuck them. What are they going to do? Go to New Orleans? That would require well, them leaving get... the house and having money. Well, if they did come to New Orleans to try and kill me, they'd wind up with a sword in the gut. And then I'd get to test my sword on a person. So please, come find me. Oh, God, you're you're almost as bad as them. Yeah, Why? you sound like such a nerd. <laughs> yeah, all I can imagine now is just you in a fucking, like, pork pie trilby just standing outside with a fucking with your sword in a trench coat trying to teleport behind them to stab them like an anime character that you're into. Oh dear god, no. I'd wait till they came to my door, open it and then stab them and close it. I'm not an idiot. I can't teleport like an anime character. Also keep in mind that these guys are like a incredibly skinny so that so that they so that, like they would be able to like very easily dodge the way of the sword because they're all gristle because they don't eat anything other than like teaser images released by Cartoon Network or B, they are really fat so stabbing is less effective either way I've gotten to thrust my sword at a person suggestively you're married I said my sword not my penis god (laughs) he didn't say the hammer either so like he's in the clear it's not a hammer (laughs) oh man Oh, man. Anyway, yeah, that's what I got. Caveman. All right. Well, I'm going to break this up by what I will be talking about by myself and what I can talk about with Rascal. So starting yeah. off, I'm going to be giving a brief, though it won't be brief for me, it'll still be brief for Dead Man, description of the first episode of a show that I fell in love with at the first episode. So, we are in a room. Stone walls. Typewriter. Sitting in the, in a corner. <gasps> oh three, my... uh, okay, uh, apparently I should have put this a little bit later. But three children are in this room. Teenagers. They wake up. They're confused. They have amnesia. But they find pieces of paper with their names written on them. In their pockets. Then they, try, they start looking around trying to figure out a way out of this room. They see a vent at the top. They, get, they see the typewriter, and eventually they figure out that they've got to type some code on the typewriter. The room starts filling with poisonous gas as they get the code in, and eventually escape seconds before they would be poisoned by the gas. So what is this, the news? Cavemen? Cave, no. no, cavemen, how far in are you again? Because I've watched the whole thing. I'm about halfway. Oh, you! Uh, oh, that's... They met the other kids. So what is this? You okay? This is the Hollow, which is a Netflix cartoon that came out. Um, the ending is unfortunate. Oh, I. That's lovely. Yeah. Thank you for I'm making so me want to watch it. I'm so sorry. Like it's still an interesting concept, but I would have, I would have loved it way more if they actually leaned in into the mystery of like um, you know, a kind of superhero also well, let me let fantasy. me finish let me finish my yeah. uh, brief description yeah. of the first episode you keep going so uh, as our characters wander the forest they some of them discover they have unique abilities our uh, leader type adam discovers that he has enhanced physical capabilities 
He can punch good. He can jump well. He's overall better physically than your average human being. Then you've got our uh, female uh, character, because that's really her role in this group, to be the female. Mm. Uh, yeah. who can, who's Dr. Doodle-ling it up. She can talk to animals. Of course she can. She can also I can, breathe I can push on through the fucking buildings. She's also, I can talk she's to squirrels. Also, she's also the one who's good at puzzles. Like yeah. that is a like that is a useful fucking ability like that she has from get. She is good at puzzles. She can suss things out. Yeah, they mentioned that right from the get go from the first episode. Yeah. And uh, then we have Kai. Uh, the the male is Adam. The girl is Mira. And then we have Kai or Key or however you want to pronounce his name, who is fucking Kai. useless in the first episode. He yes, is a whiny he- irritant who does not do anything at all useful in the first episode, and he improves. What's his power? Yes. Okay. Nothing in the pa- first episode. No, I, I will yeah. get to it. I will. Let me finish okay. my my description of the first episode, because seriously, Kai improves. My, all he my does. notes are about Kai are, fuck this kid, fuck this kid. Oh, he's finally useful. That Those are my notes about this kid, okay? But... They find a cabin and like well they find an electrified fence, follow that to a cabin where they find some tools to help their survival. A, a flashlight, medicine, a map, that kind of stuff. A pistol. No, no guns. No pistol. Yeah, no guns. And then they Which find a room that is filled with cages that have been ripped open. At which point we get to find out that there are hellhounds in the forest. Big scaly demon dogs. What? Did you have a stroke? Good thing you got somebody who can talk to animals. Oh, Oh, she does talk to them. She does talk to them. Yeah, sadly Um, they don't give a shit. (laughs) They just want eat. They just want want to eat, yeah. Um, And thus the power is proven useless. No, it's actually becomes useful later on. It, it does. It does come in handy in situations, but again, again congratulations, uh, Mati. Um, but anyway, um, so they flee the hellhounds, get past the electric fence, and slide up to the skate uh, up to a cliff edge while the uh, hellhounds are chasing them, and that's when they meet the purple man. Oh, I'm so. <laughs> I swear I, I to God, so if you spoil bad. this for me, I will come to Australia and freeze you to death. I feel so bad that I watched the whole thing. I feel so bad. I will freeze you to death if you spoil this for me. Is the character's really name the, the Purple Man? As far as no. I know, he doesn't have a name yet because I don't remember them uh, saying his name yet. His, but, um, later on, they call him Weirdy, and then in the subtitles, he's called Weirdy. So, for all intents and purposes, his name's Weirdy. Okay, let's stick with Weirdy because the Purple Man is a very different character. I know that's yeah. why I that's why I called him that because I knew it would get to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, so so Weirdy has the ability to teleport people, uh, and he teleports them to a desert. And after his teleportation, they are super weak, so they get captured by Minotaurs, and we go into the rest of the series. And one of my notes about this show is, wow, it's like a D and D game that I would have played when I was a teenager because these are the kinds of plots that I would come up with as a teenager. Like it's so, it feels like a teen came up with this. It you know? does. It does. Cause it's it such a like mishmash it... of ideas. 
Like, yeah, they meet the Grim Reaper in a spaceship graveyard. Yeah, it looks like, you know, it looks like that scene from the newest Star Wars trilogy with Rey. And, like, you know, she's, like, scavenging out in the desert. It looks like that. And then there's Death with his sick horse. And, like, and the you've best got- part is, it's, like, the st- overall story is written by a teenager. And then they get an adult who is actually somewhat decent at coming up with comedy. And he writes the characters. Because yeah. Death is the greatest death ever. As is <laughs> War. I love war. All of war's dialogue can be summed up in the same way that Iron Groot's can be. All he does is say war. All he does is say war. But it's It's, so... Oh, it's so good! It's just the the, line delivery and, like, you know, the timing is so good with war. (laughs) It's so funny! Because it'll be like... Like, um, at one point, Pestilence and Famine are fighting over the last scone. And war just looks down at his plate and goes, War. (laughs) <laughs> and it's, oh, I, I just, I, I was laughing the entire time. The way you're talking about it. Which isn't what it, I expected. It sounds, the way you're talking about it, it sounds like you're talking about, like, fucking Axe Cop. That's entirely possible that, like, I don't know. I don't know who created this. Uh, so, like, so, so, just, just let you know, the guy who created Axe Cop didn't create this. But, for those who don't know, the setup of Axe Cop is an actual writer and artist talked to his five-year-old younger brother and then made what he said into a comic. Okay, cool. Yeah, this feels yeah, it it's kind of like it feels like that similar premise that, you know, it but not of like a 5-year-old child. It's like maybe a bunch of 14-year-olds uh got involved and like yeah. one of them's like, you know, Yeah, it's like a dude who could one day be a decent writer but still hasn't gotten the idea of like pacing and theme and tone yet. Well, the pacing is actually not bad. Yeah, the pacing's yeah, the pacing's not bad. Um, I found a lot of the villain characters were kind of one note. Um, but uh, okay, the thing I I hate I hate the fact I've watched I hate the fact I've watched ahead, and I know the ending of this because I was so not. I, I will I throw so you. Dis- get I swear to God. it later. I was <laughs> we so will, disappointed. We will get into it. Later, I will have finished watching it by next time we time we record. So. As will I. Okay. All right, I, I'll leave it off my list because it was on my I list love, to talk about. I this love week. this show so far. Um. Oh, me too. I, I love like, the first es- half, especially like the fact that Kai, Kai does get a proper superpower in that he seems to be like he can control fire, but I think it's more yeah. than that because in the very first episode he gets electrocuted by an electric fence. And feels nothing. Oh, so, So okay, no, that's related to something else. So, just to recap, Superman, some kind of element powers, and talking to cats. Uh, Actually, I think she's more of an animal man. um, Yeah. Because when they're in the water, she can breathe underwater, and she can swim like a dolphin. Okay. She describes it as mermaid, I describe it as dolphin. Um, okay, that's better because the way you described it at the first, it just yeah, she just well, is Doctor Doolittle. Like, in the first episode, the only one who has a cool power is Adam. Everyone else is like, yeah, our powers, we don't have any real power. Oh, Kai is the worst. He's constantly like, well, what's my power? And I'm like, yeah, You're Kai, a genius. Kai's a so he's so yeah. he's Nathan from Misfits. Kind of, yeah. But the, yeah, it's even worse of. because Kai has a power in like the second episode. He rebuilds a fucking spaceship. 
Yeah, ah, but that's not that's his not main a power, superpower. That's just cool. No, I know. that is genius. That is yeah. super intellect. Ah, it's so infuriating. Yeah. It it is, and it kind of gets. I. <laughs> we'll talk about it next time. <laughs> you sound like you're about to cry. I do, I feel so bad that I watched the whole thing in one go because like I really I wanted to talk about it but like I I don't want to spoil it for K fan. The mystery is really what got is what hooked me on this show. You say first episodes, it's like oh this is like a mystery, but there's so many different aspects. Like where I will they go? I put it on with the intent of switching to something else after watching the first episode, and the second episode ran, rolled around, and I was like, let's do this. Yeah, so. it was. Yeah, it had such a great hook. Um, it was. And, like, the mystery in the first half, I think, is really... Actually, no, I think they keep up the mystery for a good seven episodes, eight episodes. Um, but then... Oh, <laughs> I'm trying so hard to, like, walk okay, around we're gonna this. Okay, we're going to move on. We're going to move on and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about it more next time. The next yeah, thing I want to yeah. talk about is a movie that I rewatched a while ago, like... The week before last. Uh, Kill Bill, Volume 1. I watched it with the intent of watching both in a row and then fell asleep. (laughs) Because I've been sleep deprived pretty badly. But, yeah, it's it's Kill Bill. What do you want me to say? Um, Yeah. The sword play is irritating because... Like when I was when I first watched, I knew nothing about sword fighting, so I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, super cool." And now watching it, I'm like, "You are abusing your swords. Show some <laughs> respect to the craftsmen that made those. That is not easy, because <laughs> it's just like, oh, they're they're chopping into things that they really should not be. Like a sword is meant for flesh. It's meant for flesh yeah. and blood, not bone and steel." Mm. Like if your blade is touching metal, like the t- the the sharp edge of it, you're not wielding your blade properly. If you need to defend, you should be bringing your guard up and and hitting it with a flat so that your blade does not fucking chip and eventually snap. Though what yes. you really should be doing is fucking dodging. Or <laughs> like, you know what I've appreciated, you know what Okay, I've been calling you a nerd all this entire time, but I'm about to get fucking nerdy here. One, once you start LARPing and you get used to handling a weapon, you really appreciate a shield. And it's like, when now when you watch stuff, I'm like, buddy, get a shield. They're great. Amen. But then he won't look as cool. Yeah. It's the same reason they don't wear helmets. Helmets will block the money. No. No, shields can look really cool, but they're also, they're, they're good to have in, on your arm to, like, protect you. And it's also a nice weight, but it's like, buddy, just use a shield. <laughs> my favorite thing from when I was uh, getting my proper sword and board training was when the uh, instructor said, yeah, uh, also, your shield is not just a shield. It's also a weapon. Yeah, it's also a weapon. Um, it, bring that up, when bring their blade down, stab them, spin around, hit them with the shield. That shield should not just be sitting on your arm. So, yeah, and you can get really like, offensive tactic. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, Kill Bill Volume 1. 
Um, I love it. It's one of my favorite <laughs> like action movies from that era. Uh, specifically, I, I remember when uh, we got it. Because my aunt had a friend who owned a DVD store. Like, he, he was a rental place. So he'd send us his review copies of DVDs. Like, he'd get copies to review to say, okay, these are the special features that you can cut. These are the ones that people are probably going to enjoy. So when he was done with them, he'd send them to us. Which is also how I got to see Jeepers Creepers and Jeepers Creepers 2. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was like, we just got, we just kept getting free DVDs in the mail. And it was like, okay. <laughs> because my aunt was friends with this guy. And he was just like, hey, you want Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2? It doesn't look like it because they haven't printed the label. So I had to write it in Sharpie. But here you go. It'll be great for your kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she didn't care what I watched. My aunt, she didn't care what I watched. <laughs> she was just like, here's some DVDs. You're old enough. I'm like, I'm 10. Yeah, I'll see some lottery scratches. Happy birthday. <laughs> she kept the porn in her room, at least, so I couldn't watch that. <laughs> Was your guy also uh, porn DVDs for review? No, she just owned some. She didn't care about anything else. It was just like the porn was on the shelf I couldn't reach. <laughs> Everything else was free reign. Say, hey, aunt, what's anal butt slut seven? <laughs> I'll tell you about it when you're 12. But no. Uh, Kill Bill Volume 1. Honestly, some of my favorite parts are the parts before she starts killing people. Like, in the timeline-wise, not in the actual, like, edit-wise, but timeline-wise. When you see her dragging herself out of the... uh, uh, bed and oh that I, I i keep i keep backtracking but one of my favorite lines in the movie is exclusively my favorite line in the movie because of the edit that it had hi my name is buck and i like to party <laughs> i love that line so much that delivery of it too <laughs> it's so bad it's so obvious that that is not what he said at all <laughs> oh man oh i love that line so much like it, it, to this day when i watch the legitimate version whenever he says my name is buck and i like to fuck in my head i substitute it with party <laughs> and it, like every time it gets it's it's a worse and worse delivery of the word party so like in my head that is just a golden moment of comedy before she murders the fuck out of him <laughs> i love kill bill um but yeah like this movie is actually one is it's one of the films that I credit with starting my love of um, Japanese swordplay because it's fucking magical. Like watching her just watching her work with that katana is fucking magical. I just looked up the clip. <laughs> did you seriously? Did you look up Buck and I like to party? Yeah, I went to YouTube. Is like my name is Buck and I'm here to. Yeah, just like, my name is Book, and I like to party. (laughs) Just so awkward. Just he has a very clear cadence to what he's doing. It's it's so, just no. I've had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. (laughs) I don't even like that movie, and I love that line. I kind of really like that movie. 
I just I love just for TV edits. Yeah, it's great. Like, it's they're they're the they're the worst best thing to happen to some films. Hippie by day, Ricky <laughs> Martin. <laughs> I'm gonna look up some of those. I need I need to know more as you keep talking. I'll see what I can find in seven minutes. Oh fuck you, man! I've got two other things to talk about after this. Okay, eight um, minutes. I will leave. I'll just outright leave. <laughs> Though seriously, uh, one there. If there's one problem I have with uh, this movie, it is to do with the sword craft itself. Because this master craftsman who had retired comes out of retirement and, in my opinion, makes a fucking amazing katana in a really short amount of time using traditional methods. For those who don't know... Yeah, it isn't it takes, a process? It takes a long fucking time just to get the Hagane to the point where you can use it for a sword. Using traditional yeah. methods. Using machines, you can get it done a lot quicker. But this guy, he lived in a shack. This is not a guy who would have had access to the machines. This blade's been folded over a thousand times. Which is a myth. Um, yeah, you don't want to fold a blade that many times. She gets brittle. Um, yeah, you fold... Uh, fun fact, if you uh, make a blade too pure, you have made dust. Yeah. Um, because the metal composition, yeah. Yep, uh, it's why I also I think of a moment from uh, one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles TV shows where they present uh, Leonardo with a blade that has been folded one hundred times until it was pure steel, and it's glowing. And now, as an adult, I'm like, yeah, that's gonna crack. Yeah, it's like you take fucking one <laughs> shit, that blade's gonna chip. It's gonna be fucking useless. Yeah. So, hey, actually, but, so I found some lines. Okay, let's hear some. Uh, this is from Mallrats. The original line is, holy shit, you slept with that asshole? The edited version is, holy snot, you spoke to that airhead? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That's so... <laughs> and I, I'm going to apologize, because I did watch Kill Bill like two weeks ago. So I can't remember exactly what was in Kill Bill One and what was I'm I'm just remembering from Kill Bill Two because Kill Bill One is fresh in my mind. Yeah. So here's from Spawn. Before I blow your fat circus ass away, I want to know why. The edited version. Before I blow your fat circus away, I want to know why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Aww. just for TV edits from I Casino. Love so much. Fuck me. Fuck you, you motherfucker. The edited version. Forget me? Forget you, you motherfucker. Oh lord, really? That's that's so bad. Yeah, yeah, I know. I want to see I... a just for TV Deadpool edit. Oh, it'd be funny. <laughs> I really want to see a just for TV Deadpool edit. But okay, but, yeah, no, no, that, that, but that Deadpool is, has to be in long. charge of that. That movie is 7 minutes long. <laughs> In Desperado, they replaced Deadpool. fuck with frijoles, which means beans. <laughs> the, the Deadpool 
and it, it's just it's Deadpool, and it's like you just see his hands and it's like a sharpie or a whiteboard marker, and he's going, "Yeah, can't do that one, buddy. Yeah, uh, keep going. Yeah, keep no, okay. So yeah, just- wait a minute, we can show that. We can show one second of that. Keep going, buddy. Yeah, that's it. Okay, stop, 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 stop. He just has a sandwich board. He just like keeps pulling out. This is just censored for television. <laughs> and he's like, oh, what? He, he, he purposely makes it bigger to imply he's got a massive dick. He's like, oh, oh. we're gonna need, we're gonna need a bigger board, Steve. Okay, so from dazed and confused, let's go smoke a joint, man, on the fifty fucking yard line. The edited version. Let's go do it, Mister Greenbean style, on the fifty yard line. Mister Greenbean, worse. What? From the Breakfast Club. Did you slip her the hot beef injection? Turned into Okay, really? That yeah, that's a line for the Breakfast Club. No, I'm I'm surprised that they bother uh wait, no. When this would have been shown on TV, yeah, I can yeah. actually see them changing um, that. Edited to Do you slip her the hot wild infection? At least they tried to get something that would match the cadence. Wow. From Juno, I'd like to uh, from Juno uh, switch from kicking a kid in the wiener to kicking a kid in the knee. I think I think kicking a kicking a kid in the wiener is fine. Yeah, it's not like yo, I'm gonna fuck. They was it like yo, I'm gonna fucking shove my shoe, gonna shove my shoe into his dick or whatever. They weren't saying shit like that. Just wiener. Wiener is not a bad word. Yeah. So anyway, back to Kill Bill. Honestly, like, I mostly watched this movie for the fight scenes, uh, and then I got to relive, like, all of the other great stuff. <laughs> like, Buck and his party wagon. Ah, um, uh, pussy wagon. <laughs> uh, move your big toe. Like, if it was that easy to recover from paralysis, seriously, fuck Well, it you. is that easy when you're amazing. Yeah, seriously, fuck you. Dude, it's the power of uh, murder, okay? Uh, Read Luther Strode. You kill enough people, you get magic. Has it been ten minutes yet? Um, uh, almost. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, here's someone. Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. Uh, from Office Space. Uh, we're going to federal pound me in the ass prison. Was changed to... We're going to federal pound you into Ash Prison. Uh, eh, that's hmm. not a bad one. Uh, from Clueless. Yeah. Uh, besides, the PC term is <laughs> high mentally challenged. Like, they fucked. Yeah. To, besides, the PC term is hermetically challenged. What? What? Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on. Um... I rewatched Zootopia recently, and yeah, I got I still love that movie. Uh, Great film. It's it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of fun, but I also have a lot of problems with its race messages. Like every yeah. time I watch it, I get more and more issues with it. Yeah, and these are metaphors for race. No, it's not. No, it it's, really, yeah. really is not. Racism is about one person assuming another person is bad because while they are the same in everything, they are different in, like, one or two things. Predators are dangerous. Yeah, that's just a straight-up That fact. is why they are predators 
versus prey, who aren't usually dangerous. I say usually because there's some big-ass prey items out there. Yeah. See, if you were doing, like, an analysis of this, you could have, like, a foot to stand on if you were only thinking of, like, one aspect of, like, discrimination. So you could, like, if you were only going about, like, you know, oh, predator versus prey in general, or, like, prey versus predator in Judy Hopps' workplace, or, you know, like, he's like, oh, like, oh, the, you know, um, is a woman bunny? A female bunny? It's like, okay. Yeah, they, they so went way too broad the, with an idea that, like, when you think about yeah. it, when you don't think about it, it works, but when you start to think about it, you're like, oh, wait, no, this doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, what, it's like, What I would have oh, actually no. really liked, like, is if they had gone to some of the extremes that they had in the original idea. Like, yes. Preds, in the original idea, Preds were a subjugated segment of society. They had, like, yeah, they, they had were, shock they made, collars. They had shock collars in the original idea. And I actually would have really liked it. Uh, I, it would have made more sense for their story if all Preds had been a sub a subset of society. Not treated as equals or respected, but treated like pieces of shit all the time. Oh, actually. And you can't say yeah. that they were because the mayor was a fucking lion. Yeah, actually, uh, funny thing. I started reading a manga not too long ago that was actually just kind of this. Okay, what was it? It's called Beastars. And it's set in a world where there are, you know, predators and well, animals are anthropomorphic and stuff. And it's set in a school where they're like learning and everything. And it's a more fleshed out and thought, it's a more thought out take on this whole like human ish society living, lived in by animals. Like, like they have the same thing of like, of like, Oh yeah. Like you go into the world, like the smaller critters, they have their own like little fucking walkways and stuff because if they don't, they'll get fucking stepped on or whatever. But in this, mm -hmm. they also, but in this, they also answer the question. They also answer questions of like, Hey, what do, what do carnivores eat? Oh, okay. That's actually one of the questions that, that has always bugged me. Which in which in stars world. they eat essentially like tofu and meat substitutes as well as eggs because because chickens can have a part time job of selling their unfertilized eggs for for carnivore food. Hmm, that's not a bad idea. I think in Zootopia they eat fish. Yeah. There are some predators that wouldn't be able to uh, digest that. Yeah, but then yeah. there's also the black market where you can just go and just straight up buy buy herbivore meat. That is dark as fuck, and I really I think I might have to look at this manga. Yeah, like like, yeah. like when they first get to like the dark when the when the predators like there's a chunk of predators had to go leave the school. Uh, well, carnivores had to go leave the school because, well, they had to go buy supplies for a school festival, and the herbivores prey couldn't leave the school because in town, Prey keeps getting murdered. So they get there, they accidentally end, they accidentally end up at the red light district and and some old art of art of motherfucker bumps into him and is like, hey, you want to eat one of my fingers? And just lifts up his hands and his hands are just like missing half their fingers and the rest have price tags on them. It is so dark. I really want to read this now. <laughs> yeah, and like the whole thing starts off with uh with a llama being with like one of their students, one of their classmates, a sheep, I think, being murdered, and a good chunk of the story is investigating 
who killed him and what happened to it. And a lot of it is really well thought out, like fucking bears. Bears are like the biggest, strongest fucking things in this world because they're fucking bears. A yeah. bear, if it, re- if it reaches a height of above two meters, they have to take pills that actually suppress muscle growth because if they get too big, then they could just accidentally murder everyone. That is awesome. That, yeah. And the story is about a wolf wanting to fuck a rabbit. Eh. Because, yeah, so like, are they yes. like, I have to ask, like, this is just like one of my personal things. Are they uh, humanized animals or are they people with animal features? Humanized animals. I prefer that because that, like, I can't see a humanized, uh, uh, a person with animal features as that animal. But humanized animals, I can still see as that animal. So I can still get to that point with the characters. Yeah. And what's also really they're... cool is they have, like, like, the, like, the world largely is set up like human world with some various changes. But they have one thing that is 100% wholly their idea. This world's idea of a world lived in by animals. Okay. It's the Meteor Festival, which is a yearly festival they have to honor the dinosaurs that came before them. Hmm. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. So, uh, back to Zootopia. Yeah. A far oh, yes. less cool version of this world. Yeah. If you're into Zootopia Seriously. but think it's not but think it doesn't go far enough, check out B Stars. Do you Okay, cavemen. Okay, they stick with the shock collar idea. Predators have shock collars. Would you still want the Buddy Cop movie or the previous version where Nick was um, running? I think the Buddy Cop movie would work a lot better because then all of Nick's uh, aggression towards the prejudice would have a visual, physical manifestation. I think the Buddy Cop movie would work better, but I also think that they would have to change up the motivation of our villain. Oh, also, uh, I just remember something else. Fuck. This quick thing. <laughs> so, Lion is also a mayor of the main city in B-Stars. But. Okay. He actually had plastic surgery to make himself look less like a predator. That's awesome. Yeah, like he had like his that face awesome. slimmed down. He had, his, he had his fur trimmed. He had all of his like canine and fangs and shit surgically removed and replaced with veneers. Oh. So just like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a lion, this. but I'm a lot more approachable now. Hi. It looks like looks like a looks like a lion mascot, basically. You said it was Beast Stars? Um B Stars. B-E-A-S-T-A-R-S. Is it all one word? Yeah, Portmanteau. Alright. I just made a note of that in the group chat so yes. that I can find it later. Because B Stars <laughs> are also a thing in this world. Where certain young animals from uh from various schools and stuff, if they show themselves to have like particular acumen for leadership or like our very outstanding students, they can become the B star of their school and then go on to potentially be the prime B star and have basically their life set for them. Yeah, honestly, Zootopia, here's what, here's what, here's what I would have changed in Zootopia to get the racism point across more because honestly, it's a good movie, but it's not that strong a movie. I love it. I thoroughly enjoy it, but it's, it doesn't punch me in the face, which is what all what any really good movie I've watched has had a moment where I've gone, whoa, what? And just like become wholly invested in it. And it happens every time I watch the movie, which is why I can't watch my favorite movies often. 
because I'm trying to do other things and I can't have them on while I'm doing other things. Um, but if they had kept, if they had stuck with the shot caller idea and like, there are two things that I would have had set in stone for the shot caller idea. One, it only exists within the city. It only yes. exists within Zootopia. Because Zootopia is supposed to be a utopia where you're supposed to be able to get along with anybody. So they give the Preds shock collars so they don't attack anyone. And then Hops comes in having lived in a rural community where they've seen Preds without shock collars who just live like normal people. And then she gets to Zootopia. And then I would have had it be a darker, grittier story. I would have had her stopping. I would have actually had like like 15, 20 minutes of, oh great, we got another cop? Good, you're going to the shittiest district because we really can't afford to have you as a meter maid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's yeah, too much murder made... and crime going on at all times. We don't have fucking meter maids. And that, yeah. and like, the murder and crime is because the Preds are wearing these fucking collars, so they're more aggressive. Basically, like, commenting on the fact that by looking at a person and judging their destiny, judging who they're going to be based on what they look like, you make situations worse and encourage these situations, encourage crime. And then you get, um, uh, Nick. You get oh. Nick. Who comes in and she's like, oh, you're just a criminal pred. What are you doing out of the pred areas? Which are basically ghettos. And he's like, look, I'm just trying to get a uh, uh, ice pop for my kid. She's like, oh, fuck, I feel like a terrible person. So, like, <laughs> all that goes down. And then, like, the con jobs. And, she, and she's like, I'm bringing you in for breaking the law. And he's like, I've got all my fucking permits. The way you keep saying laws. pred, it sounds more and more like a racial slur. Yes, because that's what it would be in their world. Yeah. Calling someone a pred would be an insult. Yeah, but what about world. calling what about calling a rabbit cute? Is that still racist? See that that's something that irritates. That that's one <laughs> thing that irritated me. That's a like it's like you don't yeah oh like yeah, they had it's... something if they had gone for a darker, grittier option, which means they couldn't have been a Disney movie. <laughs> yeah, maybe the Pixar movie. Yeah. Pixar movie, DreamWorks. Yeah, that would have worked. But DreamWorks, oh man, what if DreamWorks? Yeah, I'm just imagining DreamWorks, DreamWorks releasing a releasing a movie with some asshole on the cover with that fucking smirk, and then it's a really like sober and realistic look at race. Like this could have been a lot harsher, but they didn't go that way, and it hurt the entire film because of it. It hurt the entire film because they they wanted to make a comment commentary about race and then they didn't follow through on it. And I love this movie, but I love this movie for a goofy, silly comedy mystery series. Yeah, a comedy it, mystery movie. Because this is not... Yeah. like People were praising this when it first came out. And now, sitting back, looking at it, no, this is not a good like example of racism. This is a very weak example of racism because predators are dangerous. Predators this actually yeah, ties in kill. really hard. This is what we'll be talking about a bit later. But yeah, it's the same kind of thing with X Men. Yeah, honestly, yeah. like X Men. It's X Men. It's like, hey, yeah, there's this you know a metaphor for fucking race and gender or whatever. But like, like no, 
like when black people turn 13, they don't spontaneously generate gangs or whatever the racist thing about black people is. I think the general rule in fiction, if you're okay, if if you're not going if you're writing a good metaphor, allegory, whatever of racism, you cannot have the discriminated race or group be dangerous or be previously dangerous. You cannot do that. Yeah. Because then because that's not how racism really is. So then therefore it's not a good enough metaphor and then it just per- perpetuates the you know, the racism we already have. Yeah. Look at it just gets worse. Pleasantville, it's just people. But some of these people are ha- but some of these people have color, so fuck them. Callbacks. <laughs> now, I will say a few things. Um it was a very pleasant movie. <laughs> um, it looks that's, that's how you do a callback, by the way. Um it, it's it's a pleasant film. It's it's candy coated racism is the best way I can yeah. uh, get at it. It's racism it's, for kids. It's it's saying yeah these guys are like like they're being prejudiced against others and that's not right. But hey kids, can you tell me who's the subjugated like, race? But it's still okay because they're kind of dangerous. Mm-hmm. And look, one of them's a bad guy. Oh my god! You know how I would have done it. You know how I would have done it. I would have had it be Bellwether taking out political rivals as she was uh, about to, as she was planning on running for the next mayor spot, and like there was like like have her actually be taking out like Preds and Prey alike, and like framing it as the Preds that are going missing are the ones who are like killing people. That's how yeah. I would have done it. Yeah, just Ender, just Idris Elba's Oxen is like, or right, listen, that we got fucking murder cults out there. I don't know. <laughs> and it's like, hey, it's actually a sheep with berries. Like, fuck off, Wops. <laughs> I don't even know what a little fucking rabbit in here. <laughs> yes, they're oh. small and tiny. <laughs> I, I, I re- now I really want to do like. A fan edit <laughs> with you as Idris oh. Elba. With you as Idris Elba, because that was actually really good. That was really I, good. I, I thought you were gonna say like a fan edit of like Shot Collar Zootopia, because I've actually seen entire comics plus like animatics of um, you know. What oh, there's actually been. one other thing that I want to comment. Uh, to everyone who is trying to fucking ship. Hops and Wild? Stop. And I'm not saying this as someone who thinks it's creepy. I'm saying this as someone who thinks that a male and female character can share screen time and end up still as friends. Okay? On that yeah, note, the, on that note the only comics and animatics I've seen from Zootopia are ones written by some dude on DeviantArt who had Nick Wilde searching bunny porn. Yeah, I've oh, seen those. I thought you then were going to talk fu- about then the Then they infamous... fucking their squad car. I thought you were going to talk about the infamous um, abortion comic. But that, yeah, okay, that's fine. Actually, funny thing. 
with that comic, the guy went back and actually re and actually um, changed the image on it. So it's like the comic originally called Lost. But then if you go and go to that page again, it's called Found, and the last panel is the character smiling at the audience knowingly. While um, the woman is still in the front crying. This isn't this isn't the Zootopia to- comic anymore, dear listeners. This is this is the creator of Lost. This is control <laughs> the comic all delete. We all hate. Yeah, control all delete. That's it. There's a com- yeah, there's a webcomic about video games where a character has a miscarriage. Actually, you know what though? That yeah. that I believe that comic actually got rebooted quite recently and now it's turned into like a sci-fi thing. Um and the art has like improved immensely. Uh but yeah, Lost is no longer on the website. It's uh it's found now and it's it's gotten worse. <laughs> Yeah, fuck. Okay. They, they really did change this up. Uh, and it's now fucking goddamn it. You you vote and you can change the fucking path of the story. Any hoozles? Yeah, moving on back to back to fucking shit. Uh, so yeah, those are my thoughts on Zootopia. I absolutely love the film, but it's not a story of race. It's a uh, average mystery. That yeah. where where it really shines, in my opinion, is the characters of Judy Hopps and Nick Wilde. Um, I, actually, most of the main characters we focus on, save for the obese cheetah, um, the lion, and Bellwether. Um, honestly, I think uh, Bellwether as the villain was kind of weak sauce, in my opinion. She was too helpful in the beginning, if you get my meaning. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like if she had been like, oh, yeah, I'll just go in there. You guys wait out here. And then called them in. Like, she had, like she went in and edited the footage somewhat. Yeah. That would have been. Or, or, she met, or she, like, met them there and just, like, they walk in and it's like, hey, I'm here, Sabella. Oh she's, oh, she's up doing the thing. And then you, just, you see her, like, finishing up at an editing bay. But now it is. Hey, I'm gonna, be the, most, I'm gonna quick, be the most like, helpful fucking character of all. Everything's gonna be great. Whoops, guess what? I'm evil. And the fact that like she she didn't like push hops down a different path. No, it is like it is a hard swing that doesn't make any sense. Around. Yeah, it. I can see it. It's just it doesn't really make sense for the way the character was acting. Yeah. Yeah, they they needed to have done like a bit of an edit in the beginning and like change her behavior a little it's and not it a good twist made if more. absolutely no one can see it coming even on rewatch yeah i yeah thinking back on it would it make more sense if interest elbow was the guy doing it because like he was very much like hey hops fucking stop no because uh he he while he was always gruff and trying to shut hops down he was always a good cop he had his people looking into the missing mammal cases. He just didn't think that the otter was one of them that he needed to worry about. No, the person I think... It's been some time since I've seen Zootopia. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But the person <laughs> I think would have actually been a really interesting like twist for the villain is the fucking uh, fursona. The Shakira? Yeah. I think that would have been interesting, 
because it could have all been a way for her to generate press, generate I'm attention. Gonna... Yeah, but then she could have I believe I act. got that from just you saying persona. I thought, I I thought I knew the you were talking Fox. about Shikuru. Yeah, I thought you were talking about like a little, no. little tiny fucking baby fox who's like, yeah, uh, fucking get out of here. Rascal no. mentioned Persona earlier, and that's what stuck in yeah. my head. I was peeing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, no one told you to go to the bathroom. I told me to go to the bathroom, and I'm in charge. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, like, it, I've seen it done in other murder shows where a famous person is perpetuating crimes in order to get attention put on themselves and she was actively organizing protests to prevent like special inequality yeah you know what now that you're on about it yeah it would have been an interesting it still wouldn't have really worked like they would have had to done a lot more where like she actually actively interacted with characters that we could see her interacting with yeah instead of it just being Um, but it would have it would have also been a good like moment for hops because then hops would have had to be like well your song has been my motivation to become better and now and, i see you're and the monster. you surround yourself with predators and you know you like that kind of stuff yeah it would have needed a rework but i think it they could have done it they if i was writing it. this like, i would have if i was writing this i would have um i would have gone just more a f- traditional noir setting and have it and have you think it'd be about race but it's actually about real estate development <laughs> that's another option like we're okay i want to say this to any fan who might be listening either fan of us or fan of zootopia we're not saying that they did it badly well we're no, saying zootopia that in is hindsight good... we could have done it better and i think because... that's with any piece of medium in hindsight you could probably do it better yeah of course yeah, that's like that's the thing. We're we're coming at this from the point of view of we saw this and can see your flaws. Yes, exactly. And we've also had if, like another two years to think about it. Yes, and we're also, not, personally, we're also not putting into consideration producers, corporate yeah. production. There are tons of people who would have said. I honestly would not be surprised if some of these ideas were floated and Disney said, "Ah, oh, family picture." And they had to be yeah. like, okay, backing off. They won't be wearing or- shock collars. Is that okay, oh, they're like, they're like, you know, marketing, you know, toys. Uh, you know, uh, we merch. cannot market a Zootopia shock collar. If anybody, if anybody, if I was ever pitching a movie and anybody said, well, this is a family picture, and they just have like a slideshow ready of all the horrifying shit from family movies. <laughs> <laughs> just, hey, there's no nudity and no one says fuck, okay? This is a family picture. <laughs> Uh, but no, um, I I still love Zootopia though. Um, I one of my favorite things about it is the fact that like without trying, you can usually tell which characters are female and which characters are male, even though for the most part they didn't give the male and female characters features that wouldn't be features of their species. Like, you don't see like, breasts on an elephant. Yeah, no. I was about to say, the boobs, the tits, yeah. yeah. Like, you don't see breasts on an elephant. There ain't no you duck don't tits. See, you don't see female curves on a rhino. Like, But it's the way the characters carry themselves. Quite often, it's how they dress, yes. Um, it's the way their faces are shaped. 
they they went about it the right way instead of the wrong way which i was commenting to rascal earlier is the difference growing up watching 80s cartoons <laughs> and watching modern cartoons yeah i i've seen both sides of that fucking coin <laughs> it's like wait that's supposed to be a female character give it tits and eyelashes <laughs> uh but sir it's a dog tits I and said eyelashes. give it tits and eyelashes god dang it's it give not, it the biggest a, kissable lips you've ever seen it's, I wanna, it's I, not it's not a humanoid dog fine then Fli- uh, eyelashes and make it blush at things but give that first, thing head. Put a, I want kids to want to fuck this. We are going to make people question what's wrong with them until the furry community exists online. And then everybody else is going to make fun of it. Yo, you ever want to fuck Bugs Bunny? Okay, that. For everything. Ever. You know what? Let's make a female bunny. Just in case. Okay, no. <laughs> that one was at the advent of furries. <laughs> Lola Bunny came out at a time where people were starting to get into the idea of, yo, I want to fuck my dog. Uh, no, those people are into bestiality. There's a difference. That There is a difference. Okay, I want to fuck somebody dressed up as my dog. Yeah, that's actually accurate. Um, like, hey, come here, fine. I got a bone for you. <laughs> oh, no, all this peanut butter fell on my crotch. Whatever will I do? The final thing that I want to talk about is I watched the end of Troll Hunters. Ooh, I'm on that Merlin hate club. <laughs> Merlin is the biggest shithole that ever hold a shit. So is Merlin oh, like Merlin. a character now or just from context and the world? He's a character. They go He's and find Merlin. Now. And he acts like this wise mentor and then stabs you in the fucking back. Well, yeah, Merlin fucking... is an asshole. Going back to Harry Potter, he's voiced by Filch. <laughs> he's such an asshole. I hate it. I. Uh, Ooh, anybody I who has not seen the ending and does not want to spoil it for you, uh, come back eventually. <laughs> yeah. But we're probably going to spoil it pretty hard. Uh. I, okay, I'm going to say this. I, um, Anton died. Yeah, Anton Yeltsin, the, the, the voice of, um, our main guy, he unfortunately Jim, passed away a few yeah. years ago. Yeah, he unfortunately passed away and therefore could not voice um could not voice Jim, Jim. for the rest of season three. Um it was I knew I knew it was gonna happen that there would be a voice change. Um because Anton was able to say like he was able to record some lines um before his death. Uh but it was definitely a shock. To suddenly not hear his voice, um, yeah, I like it. W- it was a hard change, and it it's was something a hard that, change. It's something that like I've seen done before, and it's always, it's always been like, what? Whenever it happened, because they can never get a sound alike. It seems. Like someone yeah, who even I, like comes close to being a sound alike, and 
I wish they. I wish that they could because it wouldn't bother me as much if it was a sound. Well, no, like they they can. Yeah. It just. I think they just choose not to. I I think I, I would have appreciated. I hope that it's a can't and not a choice because if it's a choice, then it's like. Urgh. Like. I like, think you, you, I would have appreciated it more. I've listened to fucking sound likes. I've listened to fucking ADR guys. There are dudes out there who can do some fucking amazing work. They can find somebody who can sound like that. I feel like or just it's just someone. It's it's a weird it's a weird thing. Like it's kind of the same debate on whether or not they should have they should have um, like actors who are dead in movies through CG. Mm, I can see what you're getting at there. Of of just like yeah, I'm just like yeah. So this guy he passed away. He was like a big part of the show. Let's replace him with somebody who can do the exact same job in the exact same way and sound exactly like him. See, no, I I would appreciate if they brought in a new person, but that person was able to not emulate his voice, but, like, um, his quality of voice. Because uh, the new voice actor, I, I don't know his name. It's but Speed he Racer. Such, yeah, it was such a different tone. Like, first Jim, original Jim, you know, it was, like, soft-spoken, you know, crackly kind of voice and then suddenly it's this smooth kind of deep um kind of thing and like a very um, i guess american like if i had to think of american cartoon protagonist it would be that voice and that like if they had just picked someone who maybe fitted closer to more Anton's quality of voice rather than, you know, true American cartoon protagonist voice, I think I would have appreciated the voice change more because then it wouldn't have been such a shock. Uh, it wouldn't have been, oh, you've got a completely new voice. It would be like, oh, your voice has changed. Um, and I think that would have lessened the shock a little more. I'm just glad that they didn't do something like uh, what the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> did, which was... Oh, yeah, and uh, your voice box got hit, so now your voice sounds entirely different. Yeah, originally voiced by Jason yeah. Biggs. Got, he left the show. They got a guy. They got a sound alike for, for a couple episodes of one of the seasons. Then he got punched in the throat really hard, so they replaced him with Seth Green. They should have kept the sound alike. <laughs> yeah. Again, but, it's, I mean, at least it's, they gave us. It's, it's, a weird, it's a weird kind of All thing, right. especially with that, because, hey, we were paying you for your voice. Now somebody else is doing your voice, and we're not paying you. Mm. But at least right. we got no. like a good enough reason. Remember, remember okay, Bolt, so we should Bolt? we should probably Bolt. get into why we're hating on Merlin. Oh, we fucking hate Merlin. We hate him. Um. Okay. Yes, so we do. When Merlin wakes up, he gives them a list of items. A rather yes. interesting collection of items, but a list of items. I feel so bad for blinking and and all of them because they believe that this will help prevent the Eternal Night and they'll be able to fight the villains with Merlin's help and everything will be hunky-dory, okay, no one has to get hurt. Mm. That is not the case. Merlin's a dick because at the last possible minute, he informs our heroes that, oh no, we can't stop the Eternal Night. We're going to kill her while she's at her weakest. I'm going to get my magic back, and then I'm going to fix everything. That's what's going to happen. Which everyone says, oh, fuck no, too. So wait a minute, kill who? Yeah. 
uh, the pale Morgana. lady Morgana. The pale lady Morgana. The, the villainess stole a portion of, of the his. Uh, that she stole. A por- yeah, she's the villainess, even though she did nothing for the first two and a half seasons. Yeah. Like seriously, we get a new villain at the very end, and it's kind of very out of left field. So I feel almost nothing when she's killed. But I feel very angry when she's she she like the most of the last episode is her throwing around our heroes like they're nothing, and it's kind of angering because yeah, because it feels like, like just finished the job at that point. Like they didn't build her up as the villain at all, and then suddenly she's the big bad. We got a bit of build. We got a little teaser, a little taste in season two, but I don't think it was enough. I don't think no, it was it enough wasn't. of a build up. No, it wasn't. But what I'm hoping is that she comes back in the later tales of Arcadia. For those who don't know, uh, Guillermo del Toro has uh, stated that he intends to have three individual stories that all link up in the end as one final tale of this entire city and all the supernatural shit that gets drawn to it. And we actually get a bit of a teaser in this season for some of the characters for the later series. Yes. Um, It's... it's, I don't 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 want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it. Because I want people to watch and see if they can figure it out on their own. Okay, yeah, if you're watching this and thinking, oh, some of these characters belong to different series, you'll be able to figure it out. Like, um, one of them, it's not hard, you know, they they don't make it difficult. Um, But the kind of plan was that uh, Troll Hunters would be the first installment, and uh, Troll Hunters is finished. They've ended at season three. The next will be Three Below, which deals with aliens coming to Arcadia. Uh, These aliens are. Uh, like um, their brother and sister. They're royal. They're like they're a they're prince royal, and princess who escaped yeah, with their aliens. bodyguard. Yeah, they escaped with their bodyguard slash butler from um, Alien you know, Planet a, X. Yeah, bad bad things happening in space. They ended up in uh, Arcadia, and they've been disguised to look like people, and they will have their own adventure. And then the last uh, installment of this three tri series is Wizards, um, which I really which hope is... they come up with a better name for. Yeah, me too. I really kind hope of. they come up with a better name than Wizards. Yeah, because it's now, it's on, Wizards, Tales Wizards of Arcadia. Wizards, uh, Wizards. But uh, Wizards, uh, one of the main characters of Wizards was also introduced in Season 3. Um, Wizards. But Wizards, Wizards is about, well, Wizards in Arcadia. Wizards! And, um, <laughs> Stop it! Stop it, Dad! Stop it! Wizards. We're not having another fucking The Wave here. Um, <laughs> um, Wizards! So- <laughs> I'm a now wizard. I'm gonna fucking leave the uh, podcast. I'm a wizard. My, my voice You're broke a wizard, then. Jim. <laughs> no, Claire's a wizard. No, You're she's a wizard. not. She stole a magic staff and knows like two spells. But well, I'm, I'm hoping Tennyson, she gets a bit more development. Wizard. Before it turned out she was a fucking alien. Yeah. She's part wizard, part alien. No, she is, no, she is a hundred. She is part alien, who is literally made wizard. of magic. Yeah. Okay, so 
back to why we hate Merlin. So Merlin reveals. (laughs) I'm gonna punch you. (laughs) Merlin reveals that his true plan for the things that they were gathering was because he needs a hero that is half human, half troll. Yep, something completely new that can defeat Gunmar. Before we continue, the main villain. Before we continue, yes. I was writing in my show notes why we hate Merlin, and I actually said why we hate wizards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, wizards are fine. So he turns uh, Jim into a half troll, which means he can Not no longer run daylight, eats troll food, like spoons and forks but he turned him into half troll yeah. wouldn't that make him like daywalker yeah I no, thought that's can't... what it would do but that's not how it yeah. works apparently he can't Kinda... walk in the daylight has nobody here re- has none of them red blade i know right come on man if but blade like, inuyasha my... whatever if you are half one, of something one, one, you have all of its strengths none of its weaknesses one of my few notes from the like final episode of troll hunters is i wrote down a line that arg had and it was no like troll Jim. Right after he sniffed him. And I was like, yeah, I don't like this either. This feels like they could get a whole nother season out of this. And no, this is the last season, isn't like, it? Well, fucking great, dude. I literally have no choice in this. Thanks. Yeah, he can't well, turn back either. I feel yeah, bad enough as it back. is Arg. Yeah, he's Well, in the end, Arg does stuck. like troll Jim, so it's okay. Yeah. But yeah, well, that's it. Merlin has stolen this boy, essentially. And he is using him to get his own magic back. And that's why we hate Merlin, because he's a manipulative son of a bitch. Oh, really? You mean the ancient magic person is evil? I never would have guessed. Oh, no, he's not evil. He's just a manipulative bastard. He still wants to save the world. He's just willing to sacrifice a lot of people to do it. Yeah, he's willing to sacrifice children, essentially. He's willing to Um, sacrifice all of Arcadia to do it. Yeah. He was willing to have the Battle of the Bands be baked for Gunmar and his men while they went and killed Morgana. Oh, I thought you were talking about something else. You're talking about a literal Battle of the Bands. Okay. Nope. Literal yeah. Battle of the Bands. That's a thing. Yeah. That's like a major piece in the episode. Um, Claire goes up when her band is supposed to perform to tell everyone, Hey, uh, shit's going down. Escape. Escape. Yeah, Claire seems like she's in a band. Yeah. Um, yeah. They does literally she, she do play... it because a hot guy says, hey, see you at the Battle of the Bands. Does she play bass? So. <laughs> no, uh, she's, she's the, the lead, I think. She's the lead. lead. singer? Yeah. Mm, she lead does not have oh, no, she does to be a lead. Also... No, no I think doesn't. she also does, she does use a guitar, which may or may not be a bass um, at some point. They're not very good. They're, they're teenagers. Yeah. They're not very also, good Also, Merlin musicians. broke the Vespa. Yes, he destroyed the Vespa to make arm. Also, I think Merlin was kind of creepy with Claire. I oh, just yeah, no, say- he is definitely cultivating Claire to be his new Morgana. Yeah. Like, I think the like, only thing that can stop that from happening is that she's in love with Troll Jim, which is going to be really interesting when it comes to the bedroom. Yeah, just when <laughs> yeah, they get old in enough in New Jersey. When they, when they get old enough that it's not creepy for us to talk about them having sex, because they're children. <laughs> they are children, yes. Um, but what Merlin does a troll dick very... look like? Do they even have dicks? Okay, the majority of them walk around dead. without pants on. There's just nothing. 
dead. I would like to point you to uh, AO3. Just uh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Archive of our own is text only. There are no pictures. No, you can have videos and text and also uh, I want something by actual writers, not some fucking shitbags who are like writing like, hey, yeah, yeah, what if what if fucking Sonic the Hedgehog had sex with one of the guys from Organization 13? (laughs) Fuck those Um, assholes. How do trolls reproduce? Budding. We know they have family units. Is it just? Is it just like they I, just like? No, 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 they just like take a rock and like put it stone? where they where they where Dick goes just kind of go with it. Stone? How do you pronounce it? The hearth stone, heart Hearthstone. Hearth stone, hearth stone. That's involved, I believe. Okay, do you know so how you say the word heart? The hearthstone. Yeah, rascal. Just, just like pronunciation level, pronunciation lesson. You know, how say the word heart? Heart. <laughs> no, heart. Okay. Now say it with a th sound at the end. Hearth. Hearth? There you go. Okay, hearth. Yeah, the hearthstone. You sound like you um, How? That's. Oh. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. I can't. I can't say several words. But uh, you can say heart. Just add an yeah. H. So it's heart. So it's like whatever the beginning of heart was, but then th. Yeah. Heart, hearth. <laughs> you still sound like you're Scandinavian trying to speak English. <laughs> okay, English wasn't my first a- language. I had English beaten into me as a child, so that's why I can't pronounce oh, that's it. Ex- that's, 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 that's a good excuse. What was your first language then? That's a good excuse. Um, it Please was say a mix Scandinavian. Between, no, it, a mix between German and, and Romans. Uh. <laughs> which my family doesn't speak anymore. <laughs> okay. But yeah, which... Merlin Merlin is a scumbag. Um Yes. And he's a manipulative a scumbag too cuz it's a like, creepy manipulative scumbag. There is a him. scene where Merlin is explaining about the half troll thing and Jim is tied to a chair. And after Merlin says his piece about the only way you'll be able to save them is if you become half troll, he unties Jim with magic, and Jim's like, you untied me. And Merlin claims that he was never tied up to begin with. And yeah, then, he's such, then he's such leaves a bitch. Jim to stew. And, like, this is a guy who's had centuries to think about the best way to manipulate a person. Because there's no way Jim's going to say no to this. It's the only way he can save them, and a guy who can see the future says so. Yeah, it's like being told, hey, who you are isn't enough, I have the solution to that problem, and, you know, I've had, like you said, I've had hundreds of years to be able to tell you this in the perfect way so that you can accept it and walk up into that bathtub on your own. It don't sit well with me. No. Did Merlin die? Did we I don't kill think him? so. I Fuck. think Merlin's still alive at the end. I want him dead. I wouldn't be surprised if the wizards thing had Merlin as like a magic school teacher or something. Yeah, it's like a mentor. Like I literally would not be surprised if like Arcadia Oaks suddenly had a magic class. So I'm well, still reading they, some of these well, edited they, lines. They've... 
<laughs> okay. And they've gotten okay. worse. <laughs> that makes sense. So, Ghostbusters. We Wait, came, we saw and kicked its ass. Okay. I want to say my fav- my absolute favorite one after you've done this one. So. All right, yeah. So, they just caught Slimer. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Edited diversion. What a knockabout of pure fun that was. <laughs> my God. Okay, That's so my absolute favorite, uh, my favorite edited for TV moment is, uh, I believe it's Die Hard 2. Um, yes. Main character man is walking down the street wearing a sandwich board. John McClane. And that's and that's, ter- yeah. that's Die Hard 3. Die Hard 3. Okay. See, that's why yeah. I always said it with, with like, I, I wasn't quite sure. but Die Hard 2 uh, was so in the airport. Die Hard 3 main yeah. character man yeah. is wearing a sandwich board. I think he's in his underwear walking through an all-black neighborhood with a sign on. The original version, I hate N-words. Yes. Yeah. Edited version, I dislike black people. <laughs> Fun fact, just, we have that sandwich board uncensored as an image on this website. It is so, it is so good. It is so good and so bad at the same time. Wait it's like a minute. Everybody fucking knows what that said. Trust me, bro. Why the Wait hell did you minute. edit it? We got worse. We, we did not get the edited version in Australia. Good. Because so. I watched that movie as a child. I loved it as like a seven-year-old. And it definitely said I hate N word. It yeah. was definitely it was definitely that. Yeah, pretty much anywhere outside of America gets uncensored everything because yeah, guys are no, awesome. America, America is like, uh oh, they showed breasts. We've got to cover <laughs> it up. Yeah. So uh, uh, oh, except like my fa- my other favorite thing about America, uh, breasts are no good unless they've been sliced clean from the torso and thrown at the screen. Yeah, that's fine. But anything else, like we can't have it be sexual. God, that's so gruesome. So anyway, The Exorcist. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. Famous line. Most famous line from that movie. Outside Mm -hmm. of the power of Christ compels you. Edited Mm -hmm. version. Your mother knits socks that smell. (laughs) And there's something about Mary. They say he was masturbating. He was masturbating. They replace it with Frank and Beans, Frank and Beans. Okay. In Caddyshack. Right at Dangerfield. Hey, everybody, we're all going to get laid. And everyone's like, woo! End of the version. Hey, everybody, we're all going to take a shower. This is wild. In Risky this Business. Is a, this is America. Yeah. In Risky Business. Just say fuck. If you can't say it, you can't do it. End of the version. Just say hell. If you can't say it, you can't do it. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. It really does. You know, you know what's bad is that in most of the, like, Australia doesn't get the uncensored version on, like, television and stuff, but our games are censored all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just that fucking South Park bit with the crying koala. <laughs> oh, yes. no. The most recent news is when all loud we are a happy few. Um... I didn't know that. Really? But yeah, yeah you guys aren't it, allowed to be happy. He's fully, weird. yeah, fully banned um, to be sold in Australia. Well, Why? get ready to import. 
Oh, well, um, I'll tell you why, because I actually read the document. Um, they had people play the game, like Aussie uh, government officials who were dedicated to this job of testing video games to see if they can be banned or not. And apparently it's banned because uh, within the game, uh, people are incentivized to take joy. And uh, because of that... Uh, People are taking joy, and like the like things become easier. Uh, they're not detected. It like it becomes an incentive to take a drug, and this there's is no downside to taking the drug. And that's why isn't the banned. whole game against like is yeah. it supposed yeah. to be? Yeah, yeah I know it is, the whole it's a fucking message horrible of the game. dystopian fucking thing where you where you just yeah. like hey take this drug it, you will. It will cause you to detach from reality and forget every bad thing that ever happened to you. And if you see anybody not taking it, kill them. Yeah, the whole the whole game its its message is essentially anti drug. Um, but do but apparently for the government because of some mechanic in the game, no one's allowed to play it. In that is weirdly I mean, apropos. You can play it. I yeah, absolutely it's, love when morons don't understand the point of things. Yeah, yeah. It's, Continuing I, on. What can we do? Yeah. Do the Movies. right thing. This is a movie podcast. So do the right thing. In it, someone says, motherfucker. They replace it with Mickey Ficky. <laughs> Mickey So Ficky. that's all I've been watching. Um, I've said all I can say on these topics. In the usual suspects. Hand me the keys, you fucking cocksucker. Replaced with, hand me the keys, you fairy godmother. I can't wait to talk the hollow next next time. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to when think you... that I've talked for at least an hour. You have. Yeah, you've been good. Um, yeah, you have. From yeah. Casino, so again. Go... This one's kind of racist. Go fuck yourself, dead man. Get this through your head, you Jew motherfucker, you. Replaced with, <laughs> yeah, replaced with, get this through your head, you Jew money lover, you. Oh, Ooh. that's worse. That's yeah, worse. Made it, it worse. is so much worse. That is so much worse. It is so much that's worse. worse. That's no. That some of these have just been bad offensive. because they didn't make sense. But it shouldn't have become more offensive. Yeah. It. Yeah, it's astonishing. Like sincerely astonishing. Two more. Then, then we're done. Uh, from National Lampoon's Vacation. The line is. Fuck your mama. It's replaced with, what do I look like? Christopher Colombo? That, that, that happened. <laughs> okay. And then finally, West Side Story. So, original line is, my father is a bastard. My ma's an SOB. My grandpa's always plastered. My grandma pushes tea. It's pretty good, pretty good rhyme. The edited version. My daddy beats my mommy. My mommy clobbers me. My grandpa is a commie. My grandma pushes tea. I love that edit because it's <laughs> far worse. Yeah, that's worse. <laughs> that is so what? much worse. I love it. I love it. And it, it's especially. Why can't the edits all be like that? And it's especially bad, like considering. Just think of the people saying that. These fucking 37-year-olds pretending to be, I think, teenagers? <laughs> yeah. Singing, my mommy and my daddy. And then just communism, just because it was the 60s. <laughs> yeah. 
just yeah, you know the it was Puerto Ricans and Irish people, right? West Side Story. I don't know. I I don't know. I've never seen West Side Story, so okay, I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm pretty sure one of them is Puerto Rican. Let me just double check that. Okay. So I'm not being 100% racist. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, the Jets are just white people and the Sharks are Puerto Rican. Okay, I was right. Okay. All right. All but yeah, right. But yeah, just... I don't know who was singing it. It would be just kind of hilarious just seeing Puerto Ricans singing about the threat of communism. I don't know why. There's nothing, there's nothing communist. I don't, I don't remember there being anything communist about Puerto Rico. Just in my head... I associate, like, the Red Scare with white dudes and Snagglepuss. <laughs> what? Snagglepuss? Yes, there's a comic where Snagglepuss is a state, is a, you know, stage you, play. Well, I just want to get this. You know who Snagglepuss is when we say Snagglepuss, right? No. So Snagglepuss is a cartoon oh character from Hanna-Barbera. Uh, he, okay. he was a pink cat, pink lion, I think. Oh, oh no, I think I do know him. You just exit stage left. Yeah. Yeah, so there was a comic called Exit Stage Left, uh, the Stanglepuss Chronicles. I know, I now know what you're on about. Yeah, you where had to say Hannah Barbera and yeah, I got it. Yeah, where Stanglepuss, the pink lion, is a playwright uh, in McCarthyism yes. era America. Yeah, yeah. and he, He's also yeah, flamboyantly gay. This. Yes. Yes, I do know this. He has a beard. <laughs> That beard's name, I don't remember, but she's also a pink lion. Then he brings his boyfriend home near the end of the series, and the three of them just have dinner. Just be nice. I do know this, yes. Huckleberry Hound kills himself because his cop boyfriend beats him. (laughs) During a raid. I don't don't want to I fucking love this comic. It's from the guy who made the Flintstones political. I also remember that. Okay. Comics no, are amazing, a, you guys. Yeah, comics are amazing, but this is a movie and television podcast. Yes. So, Rascal. Hi. Yes. It's your I turn. I watched a co- Hi, my turn, finally. I'll fill out the final hour. Um, I watched some good things and also a couple stinkers. Um, and also one that's We didn't ask about your bathroom hilarious. time. We asked what you watched. He might have washed his poop. I don't know. No. I don't know what goes down. I don't know what the fuck goes on down in fucking Australia. You could be on some weird ayahuasca shit and be like really fascinated by your own poop. No. No. (laughs) Actually, you know what I. I think my favorite thing about that was the cries of a no. (laughs) Just a no. (laughs) Like, you caught me. I have to deny this so profusely. No, I was going to say, I did watch a lot of my own blood this week. I can't even afford ayahuasca. Because I I got in an accident and I lost a good, like, liter of blood. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Well. Um, And now I've been in recovery. Uh, So. Then you have no excuse to not have watched stuff. Perfect. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I want the best... The best thing I saw all all week, all past two weeks, I'll, I'll is just before you go forward, caveman. A liter is about a quarter of a gallon. 
I know how much a liter is. I am a cook. <laughs> what are you cooking I'm that you a need cook. a liter of something? Uh, recipes. Things. Yeah. Yeah, I've like I I've, I cook I, too. Soup. I bake shit all the time. I have soup. had to cook things for homeless shelters, so I had to make. Okay. That makes more sense with the scale. Yeah. I I thought you just meant like, oh yeah, I cook for myself. No, 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 no. I cook so, for armies. So I make, yeah. I cook for myself. I needed seven liters of soup, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I spent $8,000 on broth. I know how much a liter is. Well, you never know. Yeah, you never know. The only uh, one I don't get is temperature. I get all the other measurements. Just Yeah, temperature's temperature. whack. Yeah, just remember, if you're thinking in Fahrenheit, you're thinking wrong. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. So, I want to start off my thing with the best thing I watched this time period. Um, which is a <laughs> No, okay. I lost period. a bit of I lost a bit of time uh with the blood loss thing. Uh, so we're just going to go with time period because I don't actually know. Um, but final space, it's, uh, I wouldn't say an adult cartoon, but it's also not a cartoon for children. Um, so I guess adult cartoon. Oh, this fucking thing. Yeah, it is a cinematic, like, it's. I'm blown away with words. It's so good. You wouldn't expect it, cause like from the, like the first f- five minutes, or you know, maybe first five minutes of the actual meat of the episode, because it's just a man obsessed with like you know trying to get a cookie. But um, that's how it kind of starts off. But this show has so much heart. And it's like it's dramatic and it's gritty, and you don't expect it from a show that has this kind of humor and comedy to it. Um, but essentially, to, to boil down the plot, uh, the main protagonist, Gary, is uh, not a particularly great guy. He uh, tried to pull off. You know, getting the girl um, by impersonating, uh, you know, an imperial, not an imperial, but like, you know, a federal guard. And uh, he ends up in jail for five years uh, in isolation in space Mm -hmm. with only robots to uh, keep his sanity. And near the end of his release, he encounters an alien that he names Mooncake. And Mooncake is an all-powerful weapon that's cute as all hell and just makes noises. And Gary is then thrown into an adventure with bounty hunters and the Lord Commander, who's all hunting Mooncake, and he's got to save the Earth from being eaten up by Final Space. Um, it gets big. There's, like, titans that are, you know, wanting the chaos of destruction of everything and every dimension. You've got the Lord Commander, who I did not know, but is voiced by David Tennant. (laughs) Like, 
I did not know this. David Tennant is a really good voice actor. Yeah, he's really um, solid. He's, ex- he's fantastic as fucking um, Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, there's actually a lot of talent in here, um, in this show, which, I mean, you wouldn't expect. Uh, I actually got really interested in documentaries about this show, uh, and, like, I actually learnt the the pre-production and the actual production of the show. Um, it always weirds me out when, like, something new has a documentary about it. Yeah. Like, it, I'm it, like, this isn't old enough to have one of these. Yeah, I know, but it's not it's not like a looking back. It's like we're making this as we're making the show kind of thing. Um and it's comedic and all that kind of stuff. But uh for for some like meta history on the actual show, Final Space was um came from a YouTuber, yep. uh, an independent creator who um hired some Australian folks to animate the pilot proof of concept and then from there he was instantly picked up and like was like in a bidding war from five different uh studios to make this show. And then wow. from there, yeah, exactly. This is like the best success story I think I've seen in a very long time. And it's kind of like the modern success story of a YouTuber on YouTube made a proof cons- a proof of concept cartoon and then was able to take it to a, like, you know, he was like being fought over by studios and then he got his show made. Um and it's it's amazing to watch that kind of like this dude being ecstatic over the fact that he's made something and then being over the top ecstatic that the fact that you know he gets to make an actual show that shows up on TV uh it's it's really amazing uh but final space the actual show is great you've got a cat named Avocado, who's a bounty hunter, who also used to be a general for the Lord Commander. The Lord Commander is an alien with... Okay. Lord Commander, you'd look at his design, he'd go, oh, that's the goofy villain of the likes of Ludo from Stars vers- uh, Star vs. the Forces of Evil. But... Lord Commander's an actual threat in this series. <laughs> he is. He's an actual threat. He is taken seriously, and there's no, like, he's not a goofy villain that's taken seriously. He's a serious villain that's taken seriously. And there's a couple jokes at his expense, um, but it doesn't undermine the seriousness of this character, which I appreciate. It's been a while since we've had a villain that's actually taken seriously within its own medium. Um, uh, there's, of course, Mooncake. I think everyone, once you watch Moon... Watch, once you've seen Mooncake, you fall in love with Mooncake. Uh, so where can Queen. I... I'm just going to ask this right now. Where can I watch this? TBS. Uh, they have Fuck. an on-demand <laughs> app. TB, TBS. Uh... I'll just have to wait a few years until it comes to something I can actually watch it on, then. You can watch it on YouTube. Not legally, but you can. Here's the thing. No matter how safe it actually is, Caveman is 100% terrified if he does anything illegal online, he'll be arrested. Oh, no, I'm actually fully okay with watching, like, shit on YouTube and shit like that. But, like, this sounds like something where I'd want to support the... Uh, the creator, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so just like watch it legitimately. buy merch or whatever. 
Or, I mean, what you could do to support the creator is you could watch it on YouTube and then go to the creator's YouTube channel, which he's still posting videos on. Yeah. Um, Last video he posted just, actually was the documentary about the making of fucking... No, that's a different documentary. Uh, There's actually two. Yeah, there's one on his channel, which is a quite personal talk with him in front of the camera. And he's talking about, like, you know, how he, like, this was, like, his dream. And, like, you know, he made it to this point. And, like, you know, he's talking about how all the, um, you know, the people he's met and all that kind of stuff. And then there's an actual documentary series. There's about eight episodes, five minutes long. Uh, from TBS themselves, the studio. And this is a lot more serious, like, you know, people are being interviewed kind of thing. And, like, with footage from Comic-Con and uh, Olin, the creator, and, like, his adventures making this and, like, actual interviews with the ca- uh, with the crew and cast. Um, so I watched both. I would suggest watching the one from TBS because it's more of an insight uh, while the one made by the creator of the show is more personal, and I don't think you'll fully get it if you haven't watched a few more of his previous videos. Okay, and also, um, Caveman, um, if you do want to watch it, really, um, the first season is on Amazon for 20 bucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Amazon. I might consider, over, yeah. I might consider getting it that, that way, though. It's, it's worth it. It's worth it. Um, it I love has... space shit, so... Like. Yeah, it's sci-fi. It's just pure space. It's it's sci-fi. It's like, you know, it's like you watch a sci-fi show and you go, yeah, that's sci-fi. This is a sci-fi show. But it's got good comedy. It's got a heart to it. It's um, It's got a good plot. And it also has um, really good linear and non-linear storytelling, which I find really refreshing. Uh, I was like, I was like, oh, this is a good cartoon. I can't believe it. What? <laughs> um, I I can't believe it. This is an adult cartoon, and it's like taking itself seriously. What? Um, because there's only so many sitcoms you can watch, and there's only so many things that are like Rick and Morty that you can watch, and you go. I've had enough. Final space is that f- that fresh breath of air, and it's it, I'm a loss of words of how beautiful, like cinematic wise, it's actually beautiful. Um, they purposely made it meant to look like a movie. Uh, so like certain shots are s- shot in a certain way. They always have a background, foreground, and middle ground. Uh, uh. The camera is used in a certain way. It's really fascinating to see this. In I always a love watching animated shit using the camera well. Yeah, because it, I think the camera is an, an unutilized tool uh, it's an underutilized in cartoons. One. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because like, uh, like, often can... people will often ignore it or just like, okay, I can frame shots however I want. Always frame from the same direction. <laughs> yeah. Or like, they go like, too that was wild. I was working on an animated series with a friend. It's still in the works. But we storyboarded the entire first episode out. And the guy who we were talking to was like, okay, so it's going to be from this way and this way and this way. And I was like, fuck no. We have complete freedom. 
No, we're going to get a shot from their POV. We're going to get <laughs> shots that illustrate how these per- this person views other characters. We're this no, fuck no. This is not going to be shot from like, oh no, we're this is going to be an interesting shoot. You realize this is going to be hell to draw and animate, right? I don't care. Yeah, I'm not animating it. I get to work, bitch. I'm the writer. <laughs> Fuck you. We're framing this how I say. You yeah. just gave me a dirty look. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah. That well, that's it. Final space. It like at some points it feels like there's a dude behind the camera, even though it's a cartoon. And like that's it has that auth- like authentic to it. To it, it's like oh shit, this is like an actual production, not a cartoon um like uh I, I, i'm sorry to keep com- like you bring up rick and morty but it's better than that by far uh and what's great is it's um it's it's like it's serialized it's an actual story arc it you know there's no filler episodes because everything's connected it's all a linear story with some aspects are not linear and um i love it i love it so much oh warning though you will fall in love with a character and they will die actually i think everyone dies <laughs> spoilers okay. Well, yeah, no, because you need to be. You need. You need to be ready. You need to be ready. No, they um, fucking no. That's the point of killing people. <laughs> you don't just. Well, fu- you don't I, just fucking like. Hey, like, hey guys, get ready to watch this fucking really good movie. By the way, at the end of it, your dog will die. Just let you know beforehand. Well, I know if a dog was going to die, I'd let someone know because that could ruin a movie for someone. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No. <laughs> You're the worst kind yeah. of person. Yeah, well, no, if my friend cries You're trying to protect our feelings. And... You're trying to yeah, protect our feelings, they... and in doing so, you're you're spoiling shit. <laughs> um, well, no, Like you cause... did by telling me, like, that I'm not going to be happy with the ending of fucking Hollow. <laughs> oh, I wasn't happy with the ending of the Hollow. You, well, you might actually find it tell me that when I'm like, don't spoil anything. <laughs> yeah, don't spoil it. You're going to be disappointed by it. That's a spoiler. That don't fucking goddamn it, dude. <laughs> I don't I don't understand spoilers. I just like talking about things. Um Okay, well, here's a here's the thing. To let you know, if something like big is going to be happening in a series, don't say it cuz people want to I be surprised by it. I haven't mentioned a lot of You said thing. everyone dies. Yeah, that's not a big part of this show. <laughs> What the fuck kind of show is Both this? Both of those things are spoilers. The fact that A, everyone dies, and B, it doesn't really matter, are both spoilers. I'm backed in a corner here. I don't know. <laughs> There's nothing I can do or say. Final Space is a great show. If if it costs you now 20 bucks. Now you know why to- I don't talk about things for very long, because I'm terrified of spoiling anything. Yeah, if you can if you can afford to pay twenty bucks on Amazon for it, do it. Cause well, if it you are in be, America and can afford that, if I'm in you're Canada. In America, I don't have that yeah, um, I would I suggest going for it because uh, it's such a great show and it it actually finishes its arc. So if you if you're like caveman and you're like, oh, I don't want to finish watching the last episode. If like you know, until there's more to watch, um, you're gonna f- you're gonna watch this and feel satisfied with the ending. 
um, because of how they frame the show and how they write the show and how the story is told throughout the show. You'll be like, okay, I've watched this whole season and I've, I feel satisfied with this and I would be hyped as all hell for season two. Um, so that's my recommendation for Final Space. It's And cute, season two is coming it's next funny. year. Hell yeah, I'm here for that. It's cute, it's funny, it's dramatic, and it pulls at the heartstrings. It's full of heart, it's a great watch. Um, the second best thing I watched was a movie, uh, horror movie, because I think that's the only thing I can watch now. <laughs> uh, what's, what's unfortunate is... Uh, this I watched this and then had my accident, um, and then after my accident, when I was recovering from the blood loss, this may have affected my mental health. Because <laughs> uh, so, so, I most definitely had a psychotic episode while I was recovering from the blood loss, and I believe it was because I m- may have been a tiny bit, tiny bit influenced by Firstborn. One word, by the way. Uh, Firstborn. I okay. found it on Netflix. Yeah. Horror movie. It's a... Uh, you guys fine if I spoil the plot? No. I want to watch it. Okay. It's... Okay. Fuck. This is difficult. I understand why <laughs> you don't want to talk about anything, Cayman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a very good horror film. It knows how to use tension... It, um, it's a good plot. The plot kind of, uh, kind of, it doesn't fall apart. I think it gets weaker in the second half, but it's still a cohesive plot and it's still a, it's still a cohesive story thread. Um, I think they could have done more with it, but it, um, they, they didn't have to, and I think that's what they went with. They're like, oh, we don't have to do more with it, so we won't, and we'll stick with what we've got. Um, but they definitely could have. They could have delved more into the world they created and um, like went deeper into the consequences that they made. Um, but for the premise, Firstborn is about um, a, a, a small baby child is born uh to this young british couple um and this uh young child is a for unfortunately a beacon to these bad spirits and now this family has to live with the consequences of that and have to protect themselves and their baby daughter from these bad spirits that have now haunted them um they should it's Google really... how to exercise spirits then. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> like, they're, seriously, they're just... there are so many fucking ways on Google as to how to exercise spirits. There's got to be one that will fucking work. Well, no, that's, that's the thing, though. They kind of did. They got like, <laughs> they didn't exactly Google it, but they did kind of go to the next best thing. Did and they, they like, bing you it? Know, gotten... <laughs> I want to throw up now. Did they ask Jeeves? <laughs> no. Oh god, is Ask Jeeves still a thing? I need to see. Oh, maybe. No, they asked a family member. That's like the next best. Was his thing. name Jeeves? The family member. Okay, Ask Jeeves is still a thing. 
ask.com is a thing. I don't know if Ask Jeeves is a thing anymore. I don't think Ask mm. Jeeves is a thing anymore. I remember yeah, I... Ask Jeeves back in the early days of the internet, too. Me too. And then, like, every, like for I w- I'm one of those people who's like, I'm just going to stick with this thing that I know works. So, like, for a year, I was like, oh, I'm going to Google this. I was like, you mean Ask Jeeves? <laughs> did did they then go no fuck you <laughs> quite often yes <laughs> like what the fuck is wrong with you you retro cunt it was only for like a year after everybody started googling things Ugh. but yeah it, unfortunately I askjeeves.com okay, redirects to ask.com okay so it must have just gotten eaten up and or a rebrand. Well, no, it, no, it was all I, actually. Yeah, it was originally Ask Jeeves, then they just switched over to Ask. Ask, yeah. Um, so I either fortunately or unfortunately, I got a bit more of just a general scare with Firstborn, um, because it followed me <laughs> outside of the 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 monitor. <laughs> For a couple days, what, which oh, is what unfortunate. Like where you go, you see a bunch of firstborn babies. No, did one of those the, cause your accidents? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> just driving down the street, you just turn over. All of a sudden, there's just a baby going, "What's up, fucker?" No, there's no. The children isn't the monster. The child isn't a monster. Um. I think it would have been fine if it was the child was a monster. Um, no, they have an actual monster. You get to see the monster in this movie. Um, I quite like its design, but I'm also a fan of those kind of designs. Um, mainly because of the X-Files. Uh, I think the X-Files got me hooked on that kind of uh, tapewormy slash human design you can get. Um, oh, that's still... like. I still sometimes get an image of that in my head, and it creeps me out. Yeah. Yeah, the, the season two epi- episode where they just follow this thing <laughs> in the sewers. Oh, I, it's my favorite I got, episode. I, I owned a book of that, and it had the like picture of when you see it in the glass tank just writhing there. And it just every time I think about X-Files, that image flashes into my head, and I just... Ugh. Same. It's the exact same image I've got in my head, and I I love that design for some reason. And it's a similar kind of design in this movie, so I'm like, oh yeah, I like the monster. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, due to the kind of mental illness I have, uh, this movie definitely haunted me for the next couple of days after I watched it, um, which is unfortunate. But I guess also fortunate because it's a horror movie, and I think that's what it's meant to do. It's meant to scare you. Um, but it's very good. It holds up its tension very well, and, um, it's an actual spooker. It's a spook. It gives you the spooks. It's a spookums. It's a spooker. It doesn't. <laughs> Alrighty, then. Um, can't, I can't talk about the hollow till next week, or next time. Oh, okay. I watched I Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you poor thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I watched it with a family member, actually. Oh, um, sweetie. That, that makes it worse. Oh, honey. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. From the description in Netflix, I was certain this was a sequel. I thought, we're about to watch a sequel to a movie we have not watched. 
Turns out this is not a sequel to a movie. This is the first and or a standalone yep, movie. Standalone. It no way. It's not made to be a standalone at all. Not made to be, but in it is. Any, in any capacity. I think I read on the wicket. I think I was so confused while watching this movie thinking, how the fuck is this not a sequel? That I actually looked it up on Wikipedia. It's meant... Okay, actually, I think I, I, think I retained a lot more information than I thought I did. It was meant... Okay, it came originally from a comic book source um, of, like, a dude who made these kind of, like, a... These kind of comic books that were like infused with like Frankenstein uh, themes and like it had Frankenstein as a main character. So maybe that's why it felt like a sequel because so it here is the, the, here's maybe the story. was. So uh, Kevin Grevier, I'm probably butchering yes. that name and I'm sorry. Uh, he is a author, an actor. Uh, he created Underworld. That's it, Underworld. Uh, he cre- Then he also um, wrote the graphic novel that I, Frankenstein, was based on. Yes. And originally, he didn't tend to have I, Frankenstein, be part of the Underworld universe. Uh, he had stated um, yes. in an interview that in an early draft of his script, uh, Kate Beckinsale's Underworld character was going to be showing up as a post-credits cameo sequence, and there would be Underworld Easter eggs throughout the film, but none of that was used. God, the Underworld yes. franchise has gone kind of weird. It is. Yeah. It, Underworld's fucking weird, dude. Yeah. It, but the thing like, is, I stopped so, even though watching when she got frozen in ice and came back and adopted a girl. Did is anything happen Wars? after that one? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't remember. <laughs> okay, it might, okay, it might have been weird. Awakening. Yeah. I think that was the one. Yeah, okay, yeah. It, one of the big words highlighted in blue, cryogenic suspension. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's the one, then. Yep. You gotta... Yeah. You gotta feel weird that this series apparently... Apparently Scott Speedman was too good for this series. Oh my god, really? Yeah, he fucking left, man. Yeah, fucking Scott Speedman, he was... He was the fucking main guy next to Celine for the first two movies, and then just left. I mean, they probably could have been able to replace his character with... I Frankenstein. They didn't. They just said, hey, Celine, you're in charge now. They didn't use... So you said they didn't use any of that crossover material um, in the final cut. But I'm telling you, this movie was made to not be a standalone. It was meant to be a supplement or like a sequel to something. And even though they got rid of it, it's still that. This movie was made in 2014. That was that was kind of in the glut of movies that weren't allowed to be standalone movies. So, despite the fact yeah. that this fucking movie didn't really do that well, they intended it to be a sequel, but since it didn't do that well, it's not. So, guess the fuck what? Yeah. 
It's, oh, it was so confusing to me as a viewer going, okay, this description this description tells me it's a sequel. Watching the first 20 minutes, this is a recap from like a previous movie kind of deal. Now but it's not. No, Frankenstein's monsters got to, go fight dra- to got to go fight gargoyles. Yeah. You know, the emissaries all, of hell, of gargoyles. Yeah, but the thing is, they're not in this movie. They're not the they're the emissaries of heaven. They're essentially angels in this one. Oh, I thought and angels were separate entities from gargoyles. Not in this unit. Not in this movie. No, that, no. I mean, they're, in they're this movie, I thought it was. No, he fought gargoyles no. from hell, and then angels came to go fucking recruit him, and he's like, "I don't fight for either side." No, 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 no. The gargoyles oh. are the angels. Angels are the gargoyles. There are actual demons that he does get to slay, but the gargoyles are the good guys. I am so glad that I managed to skip most of this movie. Yeah. I kind of want to watch it. It's it's wild. Also, they call him Adam. Like, yeah, it's okay. It's very... What are they going to call him? Frankenstein? If they did that, then motherfucker would just be like, actually, that's the name of the doctor. It's Monster Gamer Cat name. Except according to popular conscience, the monster's name is Frankenstein. Ergo, his name is Frankenstein. Well, according to people who being that the monster who the man who created the monster, ergo, his father is named Frankenstein. His inherited name would be Frankenstein. So shut the fuck up. You're using the wrong voice throughout the movie. You're using the (laughs) wrong voice, caveman. That's the the voice you used is the guy who has my opinion. (laughs) Oh, that's what you sound like. So. (laughs) <laughs> I was doing a voice. <laughs> so was Cayman. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just like, hey, that's what you sound like. I, I don't think that's a burn. Like you think it is. <laughs> it. Uh, I think it's a Jason. <laughs> and like, yeah, I just call the monster Frankenstein too, dude. It was a yeah. Joke. I've, called, I've seen young him, Frankenstein. I called him Frankenstein. Frank throughout the, yeah. I called him... Roll, roll, yeah, just, roll in the hay. Just Frank. Frank's easy. It was... Okay, this is it. This is set in modern day. Frankenstein's <laughs> got like a haircut and like a, you know, a nice jacket on and stuff. Yeah. He's got a hoodie. This is set in modern day. But the first 20 minutes is not set in modern day. And there's no... Okay. The fucking, how they made, how they stitched this movie together like the dumb, not Dr. Frankenstein stitched his creation is horrendous. They start, okay, standard exposition narration uh, with a very poorly made uh, fighting scene. And then it's a very, another poorly made scene them to get to more exposition but within character dialogue and then we go back to more exposition via narration and then we start the movie and it doesn't get better from there I it think just, we need to stop it, what do you mean Yeah, we're getting too far down a rabbit hole here that I don't think we'll ever get out of <laughs> no. <laughs> I get to talk about my three things. 
Yeah, we can keep going. Just just keep going. Fuck it. (laughs) Okay. Like, I haven't even gone to the sniffer yet. Um, God. Oh, God. You watched the sniffer, too? I watched the sniffer, too. Yeah. I stopped because I realized how stupid it would be. It's so dumb. <laughs> they take it so seriously. I watched, it's like, Russian. the first half of an episode. And I was like, oh, God. It's if, as if they made Burton Guster a, air quotes, cool character in his own story okay i yeah. okay this i have heard of this that i it looks retarded it is it's, okay it's such a premise but the thing is i can take it like okay if this was coming out of america i would not take it i'd go fuck you america but this is coming from russia yeah you know russia go nuts yeah russia i'm not just you're doing you go it, the guardians in <laughs> theaters now <laughs> oh my god yeah the sniffer is um i watched one whole episode um maybe like a few, four hours ago um it's actually not too bad but uh once again um i find myself i'm watching uh things like with subtitles but i know a little i know enough of the language to know that the subtitles aren't right um <laughs> So, yeah, there's definitely, I watched it, Russian audio, English subtitles. The English subtitles aren't a I mean, I guess it's the best you can do, but they could have tweaked it a little better for a better translation. Um, But, yeah, and I only know a little bit of Russian because of family, uh, so my Russian isn't great already, but even if I notice... The, like, discrepancies, that kind of puts the question to whole subtitling as a whole. Yeah, that's my big problem with subtitles. Like, whenever whenever I'm watching something and have any understanding of the language, the subtitles just kind of throw me off. Yeah. Like, if, if I know... If I know what shit means in fucking German, and it says stupid in the subtitles... That's not what the child say. The child said shit. Yeah, so I'm watching a trailer for the sniffer. <laughs> it's dumb. It's so dumb. He keeps he keeps a little like nose plug. <laughs> yeah. He's also he's like a germaphobe. He's got like severe cat allergies. Um We I've just given up on I Frankenstein now. Yeah, uh, yeah fair. Yeah, fair. Thank you. Um, because the sniffer is a, a lot better in terms of quality somehow. Yeah, and I'll I'll it's say this: sn- I I like the visual he gets from sniffing stuff. Yeah, it's a cool smoke effect. Um, which which is what I was wondering about when I first started watching the episode. I was like, how are you going to visualize him at a detective? Yeah, I got to visualize scene? scent. Yeah, how do you visualize scent? Um, he, they kind of do like a teaser of it in the first like five minutes where he discovers a bomb, um, a bomber in a Russian airplane, um, <laughs> where he just he just sniffed it and then he gets like flashbacks to like um, what this dude did. Um, but uh, yeah, but in the actual crime scenes, he gets like uh, this kind of like smoky figures, and then he's like, okay, uh, detective, this is. Uh, Oxytocin from uh, that's 
Hello, this is Oxytocin. We need to go get it. It mixes well with vodka. Yes, it is at the. He uses a salt chamber from this kind of salt. I smell um, potatoes. Yes, vodka. That is so uh, racist. <laughs> I'm allowed. I'm going. <laughs> You're um, allowed. Dead man isn't. Dead man isn't. I can do David, a better accent. In Soviet Russia, <laughs> racism is you. Yeah, in Soviet Russia, <laughs> we are not racist. We just make fun of each other and we are cool with it. But we sing and God, dance with them. Every time you start doing a Russian accent, I keep hearing your Swiss car sway off. Uh, <laughs> my Russian accent and my Swiss gear accent are very different, okay? No, they're not. <laughs> the they're a slight lean into the inflection difference. Oh, we got the grandpa's guitars. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but you know what? I was thinking, like, how the fuck does he know everything? Like, he smells shit, and he goes, "Oh yeah, this is this kind of brand of c cigar," and he's got like a nicotine batch on his right arm, and it's like, it's how the fuck do you? It's because during his fucking college years, probably, he spent his time just smelling every single thing in existence. No, it's because throughout his life he does that, and his entire apartment is full of specimens of things he keeps in tiny vials, and he, like, you know, he's got, like, a whole rack of, like, Indian um, flowers and like a whole rack of like different kinds of chemicals and like so he's got a catalog that he can sniff at any point in time in That's his pristine smart. quarantine yeah quarantine apartment and I think he must have like a chemistry degree or something um you know cops well, the thing is, he he's not really a cop. He's like he's, he's a like a Sherlock Holmes. So yeah, he's I like a Sherlock Holmes. He's an he's a, he's a yeah. He is a consulting detective. He's an, yeah, he's kind of like an expert they bring in. Um, but of course they have to bring him in on every case. Um, it's like, hey, buddy, somebody got only... shot. We need you to sniff it. Yeah, he's like, we need you to sniff out the killer, and he's like, <laughs> I got you, but I also hate you. Um, oh God. Yeah, it's like that situation where it's like, you know, he's an expert, the consultant, all that kind of stuff. So he's like a one-of-a-kind guy, but he's also the only dude who can solve crimes. Like so Sean Spencer. On. Yeah. It, yeah. But at least um, at least in fucking Psych, they imply that other crimes are solved by cops. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, they, just, they just bring him in for the weird shit or stuff he stumbles upon because he has a police scanner. And he watches the news. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing is the first episode of Psych. They bring him in because he solved the case, and they and think he's in, uh, in on it because he solved they it. They think too he's good. in on it because he solved it from the fucking news. So good. <laughs> yeah, just so called good. it. Just like was making out with a girl. Saw a dude on TV. It was like, oh yeah, he did it. Called it in. Then got brought in and was almost arrested. But then he's like, like but then, he's, but then he sees the, but he sees one of the cops. Is like, oh wait, you're in all that psychic shit. Okay, let's go. <laughs> you two is fucking. <laughs> um, which to be yeah, which to be fair, I mean, like to be fair to anyone would know they're fucking because Lassiter is the least chill motherfucker on on earth. Amen to that. Yeah, like like the, like you fucking walked by a mirror and was like, oh yeah, hair girl, and even if there wasn't a mirror there. You could tell. <ugh> the fact that nobody, 
the fact, the fact that like the fact that there were so few people who actually caught onto it that them that that news getting out was a surprise speaks volumes to the Santa Barbara Police Department. That's enough about good yeah. crime shows. Yeah, the sniffer. I mean, no, okay, the sniffer. <laughs> I think. Shut up. I think the sniffer could be. No, okay, shut up. I think the sniffer is a standard crime show, but it's Russian. <laughs> that doesn't make it. That's, the fact that it's Russian does not give it an excuse for not standing out. No. And no, it being yeah. Russian does not standing out. No, it. No, no, no. That's it's one. It's the quality of. You're Russian, I guess you can do whatever you want, but like how they make it and everything, it's a standard crime show. Russian television is not Putin, okay? It can't do whatever it wants. No, but I mean, it like, they don't care. They don't care. They don't care this man sniffs things. Like, that's fine. It doesn't change the fact that it's a show about a cop who calls in a dude... To smell things. Yeah, but it's still a good crime show. <laughs> it's still a good standard crime show. It's a standard crime show, but he just sniffs things. You sound like you're going to cry, like we're bullying you. <laughs> I love this show so much. You it's watched such... one episode. I you love it so much. <laughs> You can't say that after one episode! I love it so much! It's such a dumb premise on paper, but in execution, they literally just took the eccentric consultant slash expert and just made him have a real good sense of smell. It's okay, actually, you want, you want something, you want something like, you want to hear something actually interesting? Going back to I Frankenstein sure. for a second. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I found the comic uh, that was, that the thing was based on. Uh, it is available on Comixology, and as far as I can tell, it's only available in Spanish. Oh. Huh. It's called Yo Frankenstein Genesis. It's free. Okay. Yeah, only in Spanish. You know what's weird? The sniffer has Spanish audio. Mm-hmm. But the only no English audio. It doesn't audio. have is English audio. Yeah, it's got Polish, Russian, which is the original, and Spanish, but no English. I was very weirded out when I saw that. Yeah. And I was like, "What? What's the what's the Spanish word for the sniffer?" I don't I don't know. The no. worst part is I should know this because I've taken like six years of Spanish, something total. <sighs> yeah, Never well, got I, above a C. Well, I took but... fucking like twelve years of French, and I don't know where the word is in French. Uh, I did good in I French. I was like, uh, that was like an A French. I was like a A French student. Best I got was a C. Uh, we didn't really have. Fact, you talk class. about the shows. I love Sniffer. Oh God, Sniff is great. <laughs> I just Googled it. Um, Spa- according to Google, Spanish for the Sniffer, L Sniffer. <laughs> okay. 
We must call him can El you, Sniffer. Can you, can you put it in Russian? Can you put it in the mother tongue? Okay, I'll what try. The sniffer is? You go back to talking about whatever it is. Yeah, Sniffer's great. I love Sniffer. It's literally, it's a standard crime show, but the man just sniffs things. They managed to make a standard crime show with that weird of a premise, and I'm so proud of Russia for Okay, so it. according to Google Translate, Russian for Sniffer is saying Sniffer with a Russian accent. <laughs> Like, seriously, I put in the sniffer, and then it came back with uh, these Cyrillic characters that I will be putting into group chat. Yep, I got oh, that Oh, I same haven't response. learned those ones yet. And if know, you, and if you do, like, the text-to-speech thing in Google Translate, it just says sniffer. Sniffer. But, but with a Russian accent, so it's like, oh, yes, it is the sniffer. 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 Um, no, you know, it's Russian. a good show. It's better than I Frankenstein. So yeah, honestly, it, so yeah. I guess I guess Avengers: Age of Ultron was right, where the native language of Russia is just English with a Russian accent, <laughs> with a heavy Russian accent. Yes. <laughs> okay. I like the sniffer. I, I know we like to dunk on it, but it's a good show. <laughs> we'll find out later. <laughs> anyway, anything else I'm watching? Um. I, I watched a comedy special, uh, but there's really nothing much to talk about Which one? that. Uh, Tig Notaro. Oh, Tig Notaro! I love her. She's yeah. great. She is great. Uh, she's got a really, she's lovely. got a really good style. I like her style. I haven't watched that special, yeah. yet, but I like her style. Yeah, happy. Like, to she be was here one of the on ones Netflix. that when I came, I one of my ritual when I was a kid was I'd come home Friday after a week of hell. I mean school. And I'd turn on the TV, and I'd turn it to Comedy Central, and every Friday, it was just stand-up specials until, like, 9 p.m. And I just, like, I, I, I always, she was one of the ones that I was like, oh, it's Tig Notaro's special, I'll watch her, she's funny, and I, I, like, I, I'd get a real kick out of her. Yeah, no, no, she is, I quite like her, um, her kind of deadpan kind of, uh... But also not deadpan kind it, of yeah, delivery. She, like the way she talks is kind of it's like a it's like a kind of dry delivery, but it's yeah, it, it works. It really works for her because it's yeah. like she's being snarky about everything. It's really good. I also I think I, I wrote a note here. Um, <laughs> it says happy to be here. I.e., a comedian pranks the audience for twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> um, right near the end, she essentially pranks the audience for 20 minutes straight, and it's very funny. <laughs> See, now, um, now once this is over, I'm going to put I'm gonna put that on. Yeah, it's very funny. She essentially pranks them for, uh, for 20 minutes, and you're like, the entire time you're laughing at the audience's reaction, because they're just falling for it every five seconds. It's hilarious. Um... Uh, and it's got a nice lead up to the joke too. I, I, I was very appreciative of that. Um, yeah, I'm literally yeah, gonna put that on the moment the recording. Yeah, put it done, on. It's so. really good, and especially if you're a fan of Tig, I think it's very good. Um, but yeah, that's it. Alrighty then, on to news, and I am falling down a fucking rabbit hole. Uh, what happened? So, uh, first up, uh, we got some news about Wonder Woman two. Okay. So we got the official title for it, um, Wonder Woman 1984, taking place in 1984. 
Okay. And Patty Jenkins also, um, earlier today actually, uh, tweeted out an image that reveals that Chris Pine, Steve Trevor is alive and in 1984. What? Yeah. Yeah, what? Yeah, for those who so haven't seen... So did the explosion send him forward in time? For those who haven't seen the original, the first Wonder Woman movie, uh, check it out. It's pretty all right. Uh, so yeah, at the end of that movie, Chris Pine, Steve Trevor, uh, he gets on a plane full of explosives, flies into the sky, and it blows up. Yeah. We don't know the context or anything else. It's just Patty Jenkins, the director of both of these movies, tweeted an image of Steve Trevor walking around a mall that is the most 1980s motherfucking thing I've ever seen. Did they Captain America him? You keep asking me these questions like I have answers. I'm just posing (laughs) these questions to the universe and hoping one of the gods will speak to me. Yeah, so there's the image for you guys. Oh yeah, that is so fucking the 80s. Oh yeah. I wasn't even around then. I know that's but the yeah. 80s. So this is all, so this is all happening. I love um, this. Um, I love this queen motherfucker over here in the background wearing shorts. Yeah, just Freddie Mercury <laughs> on the way to the gym. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, that's Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, it is set to be released on November 1st next year. And they'll also it's be featuring Kristen Wiig as the I'm looking forward to. What was that? It's one of the few DC movies I'm looking forward to. Yes. So from there, I started I started like poking around a bit, seeing if there were any images of Kristen Wiig as the cheetah. Because that's the kind of thing I'm most interested in. I want to see how they do cheetah. Specifically, how they do Kristen Wiig, a very well-known comedic actress, as cheetah. So then I found an article from the Mary Sue, a website known for being very. I'm thinking about. I'm trying to think of a joke here, but I can't think of one, so fuck it. So there's an article um, that was posted March of earlier March of this year, written by somebody named Princess Weeks. That's called "It's Cool That Kristen Wiig Is the Cheetah," but were there no women of color available? Uh, is Cheetah black? No. Then. Do they want her to be? Yes. In the, yeah, in this article, she is this this writer is just saying like, "Hey, I want to see more black supervillains that aren't just fighting other black people." Okay, but mm, that yeah. they're gonna try and stay true to the character. Sorry. Um, well, yeah, I mean, there's also the thing of like, you know, you you may keep wanting like black supervillains, but. I mean, if every if every second supervillain is black, that's not great. I'm all for white people being the bad guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I'm also like the cheetah. Like, we make her a black woman. Does that like that's gonna need a rework? Not a really, rework. actually. Uh, like, like the like the so if if they go the way they should be going. Uh, with this doing the uh, Barbara Cavendish uh, fucking uh, cheetah, it's she was a professor interested in this, like, in, interested in the lore around this one god 
then got obsessed, went through with the ritual, and then became the cheetah. Okay. And then made out with Batman in one of the animated series. Yeah, because of course he did. Batman's all tied up in some weird light curtain field thing. He's like, I need to get out of here. Hey, Cheetah, what's up? Want some dick? I'm good with cats. I'm obviously a furry. Come on. <laughs> yeah, let's go. I've done the cat thing before. <laughs> and then from there, there was an article above. Um, listen, next to an article list titled, Is Good Chicken Really More Important to You Than Homophobia? What? Yeah, what? There's an article in the Mary Sue uh, talking about Chick-fil-A and how Chick-fil-A, yeah, they make good chicken, but they're also really homophobic. Yeah, there's they a reason are. they don't, don't go to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Because yeah. they don't make good chicken. According to this, they do. But anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. Chick-fil-A is <laughs> mediocre. But anyway, so yeah. This article posted earlier today, um, just straight ripped a dude's post off of Tumblr and wrote it up as an article. That makes sense. Yeah. Talking about how I'm he hates Chris. How, talking about how he hates Chris Pine, and relating it to a pie metaphor. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna read it, because of course I'm not. But that's the little rabbit hole I went down. And we were going down a rabbit inside. hole, sniffing things. So moving on to our next piece of news. The sniff is a good show. So moving on to our next piece of news. Uh, Hasbro bought Power Rangers. Okay. Just I'm... all of it. All of it? All of it. All of it. Wait, all of it. Yeah, Hasbro. That th- yeah, so Hasbro, um, during the Hasbro Strategic Divisions Conference... What? The CEO of Hasbro, what? Brian Goldner, uh, spoke to an audience and they bought Power Rangers. Is this this version, is this Hasbro's version of like E3? Maybe, I don't know. But anyway, Hasbro acquired all of Power Rangers, um, including the rights to broadcast on TV, toy rights, all that shit. And they have confirmed that there will be more Power Rangers movies coming. As in the Mighty Morphin era? No, as in the movie that came the out a couple one? years ago, Power Rangers. That's what I that's okay. what I meant. But that movie wasn't called Mighty Morphin, it was just called Power Rangers. Yeah, I know, but that was the Mighty Morphin era Power Rangers. Well it also wasn't that because It was a reboot, so whatever. Yeah. Austin St. John will not be in this movie. And that's that's my biggest oh. problem with it. Just bring back Austin St. John, what's he doing? Fighting fires, fuck that noise. Be in a movie. What about more Power Rangers TV shows? Um, like didn't really didn't really have much to say about that in this article, at least. But uh, going forward, I'm assuming that's just gonna be fucking Power Rangers. They'll be doing what Power Rangers do. Yeah. Okay. Like it doesn't affect me so long as I get my TV shows. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the next one is uh, Power Rangers Beast Morphers, uh, based off of the uh, Tokume Sentai Go Busters series. To be aired on Nickelodeon after Ninja Steel wraps up, because Ninja Steel Season 2 is still going on. 
So yeah. That will be happening. Uh, yeah, I guess more Power Rangers. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Brian Goldner, CEO of Hasbro, uh, said to the audience, quote, As I mentioned, we've now announced the acquisition of Power Rangers. This is a really great statement about where we believe we are, de- we are in developing our brand blueprint. The fact that we can acquire Power Ran- we can we can acquire the Power Ranger brand and plug and play that right into our strategy where we activate it, it in entertainment, motion pictures in the future, and then of course across toys and games and consumer products, and do so globally. We felt that. Oh the- God! This means that there could be a Power Rangers, um, Transformers crossover at some point. We felt the brand was very under leveraged and undervalued. We feel we can exploit it to a much greater extent, and it was a great opportunity to acquire the brand. I want to say that uh, Toku Nation, the guys who kind of reported on this bit of the news, um, either A, don't speak English as their first language, or B, or we're trying to, uh, we're trying to uh, like fucking transcribe that from broken recording. Because if not, they e- the people who wrote this either can't write or Brian Goldner can't speak English. Also, his choice of words is terrible. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they can obviously exploit Power Rangers, but maybe don't say that so directly. Yeah. Moving along. So there's going to be a upcoming animated Adam's Family movie. Yes, I saw the character designs for that. They look amazing. Yeah, yeah, the character designs are going more towards the older, like, original comic strip art style. Yeah, they don't look like the live action. Yeah, they don't look like people anymore. They look kind of like monsters. But the thing is, it's an animated movie. Yeah. So they should totally go full, like, full out go hard on, like, the monster-looking kind of character design and go nuts. Yeah. Because they can. They don't have to make people. Yeah, totally. Is the Adam family the one that had the human daughter? Yes. Yes. The Adam family are all humans, except for uh, potentially Cousin It and the uh, Thing. No, no, no. I mean, like, their daughter was actually normal. No, that was the one with Frankenstein, wasn't it? No, Uh, yeah, that's the monsters. Yeah, that was the monsters. That's the monsters, monsters, yeah. Yeah. I see. I grew up on the monsters, not the Adams family. Yeah, I grew up with Adams family because I owned Adams family values on D- on VHS. So anyway, uh, yeah, we have a cast, like a fully fleshed out cast. So Oscar Isaac's will be playing um will be playing uh, Gomez Adams, with oh, Charlize Theron beautiful. as his wife Morticia. That's one thing I really liked about the Adams family is just how in love the parents were. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, they were so in love. Yeah. Uh, Bette Midler like, will be playing the grandma. Like, if you want to emulate a romance, that's the romance to emulate. Yeah, so Bette Midler will be playing the grandma. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz is Wednesday. Finn Wolfhard from uh, from fucking Stranger Things is Pugsley. Uh, Nick Best Kroll is Uncle Fester. Ever. I beat Fester's quest. And Allison Janney is the villain Margot Needler. I don't know who Margot Needler is. Yeah, I, I, I'm I betting don't if know I any... Google it, I'll only get references to the 
this animated thing, not the Yeah, yeah I also might have I also originally. did just Google it and like yeah, image search is just hey, here's stuff from the old show that don't feature that character and pictures of Charlize Theron. Occasionally sprinkled he in must... with Allison Janney, who is actually voicing <laughs> the character of Marco Needler. <laughs> Sometimes must they be get it deep close. in the in the Adams family lore <laughs> that we just don't have access to. But yeah, so um, yeah, this movie um set for release um October next year, October 11th next year appropriately it's being directed by the guys who did sausage party oh. oh no okay i'm oh yes i really like sausage party i just don't think that added like i really hope they can do another attitude well yeah the, they, they they're not writing like, it they're just directing it okay then yeah i okay i guess these guys also directed the Thomas the Tank Engine series. Okay, never mind. We're good. Is yeah. it the one where Thomas is a Transformer? Uh, no, it's Thomas and Friends. Oh, the fucking toys. Is that the one where he's not actually, like, animated as a cartoon? He's, like, you know, a he's toy train? Be- oh. He's CG? Okay. Yup. It's also being written by a guy named Matt Lieberman, who I do not believe did Sausage Party, so. I recognize that name, though. There's hope. Moving on to our next piece of news. Uh, so, we got a trailer for uh, the upcoming movie, um, got that upcoming Spider-Man movie, Into the Spider-Verse. <gasps> yes! I'm so here for it. Yeah, we got that big thing. It looked fucking great. Voice acting was subpar at best. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm here for the visuals. Yeah. We'll see until it actually comes out. Uh, but we did get um, some news in that trailer that A, Spider-Gwen will be in it, and also she's voiced by Haley Steinfeld. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's happening. Uh, I want that movie to be good. Fucking Miles Morales needs fucking Same. shit. He needs good yeah, stuff. Yeah, need, he needs it. And also, I think in general, like, the pop, the general audience needs to know that Spider-Man doesn't have to be a teenager. Yeah. Let him grow the fuck up. Yeah, let him be my, a middle-aged man. My problem with it, though, is they are going for the Spider-Verse. For the first Miles Morales movie. Yeah. Like, the Spider-Verse... So, Spider-Verse, the event, was a really solid event. It introduced a lot of really cool things, a lot of really good characters in it. Um, Spider-Gwen has been, while more recently not that great, she has been a welcome addition... She's been a welcome addition to this fucking whole thing. And when she and when they when the writers aren't just giving her Spider-Man storylines, she's fucking great. Miles is also great. He was fucking. It was a really great addition into the Ultimate Universe. Um, I enjoy that he survived, and for a while there, he was one of the best Spider-Man books. But 
I heard nothing but praise for Miles Morales, and then, yeah, we're getting rid of, you know, those books, and everybody was like, what? No, no, they were getting rid of the universe, not the book. Well, I said those books. Uh Uh-huh. So, yes, the universe. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. One of the reasons that, like, all that stuff worked with Miles was because we had a very... We had an introduction to him. We had, like, a grounded... This is... Miles as a person and a character before we started throwing him into the fucking deep end with multiverses and shit. Yeah. Maybe we'll get that introduction in the movie, but it's not going to be a whole movie's worth of an introduction and then the sequel is into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, no, it is. Hey, we got got Miles in this and then also Peter Parker and then also Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen, I feel, is a step too far. Because, like, Miles, that's one thing. Miles and Peter, that's another thing. Miles and Peter and Gwen. Anyway, yeah, that movie's coming out, I think, December. Yeah, December 14th. Yes, December, yeah. Moving on. Isaiah Mustafa, you know, the Old Spice guy. That isn't Terry Crews. Uh, he's joined the cast of It Chapter 2. Playing Mike. Older? No, he's playing the child. The child. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I can't tell if you're serious or not. <laughs> I've reached the deadpan section of Tired. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so Zayn Mustafa, he'll be playing Mike Hanlon, a.k.a. that black one. The only black kid in the fucking movie. Uh, He'll be playing Mike Hanlon, um, who originally was supposed to have a much bigger role because he's kind of one of the more important characters in it. But they scaled him back a lot in the movie. Uh. Mustafa will be playing the adult version of Mike Hanlon, uh, joining Jessica Chastain, James McAvoy, and Bill Hader as the adults of the Losers Club. We've seen how that happened. We've seen how that works out in September next year. Moving on, Jeff Johns. Big head boy over at DC Comics uh, has stepped down from DC Comics to join his own thing that is also technically still part of DC Comics a bit. So he's kind of left, but also not? Yeah. Okay. So Jeff Johns was um, co-publisher over at uh, D. No, sorry, he was chief creative officer. Yeah, president, chief creative officer of DC Entertainment. Uh, He has stepped down from that position to launch Mad Ghost Productions, a production banner under Warner Brothers, where he will be producing movies and television content based on DC properties. Okay. So yeah, still working with the company, just not as a, is not as a comic guy. He's just he's kind of shifted his position a little, but yeah, he's still J- there, Jeff Johnson's really. working a lot with a DC TV, working on all their stuff, and so I guess he just wanted to make that position more official and as a and as his sole focus as opposed to the occasional writing job he did at DC. Yeah. 
So, um, with him leaving, um, Jim Lee, uh, another publisher, uh, one of the publishers of uh, DC, uh, will be taking over as chief creative officer, while the well, the publisher position will now be whole, solely held by Dan DiDio. So we'll see how that goes. Hmm. Then moving on, final piece of news, Aeon Flux. Remember that? Remember that no. fucking thing? Vaguely. I vaguely remember a very triply animated MTV show that got really drawn out and confusing. Well, MTV get fucking ready, because that's getting a reboot. Oh, okay. Yay. And it will be a live-action reboot. Oh, okay. Didn't they already try that, and it failed horribly? They made a movie. Specifically, a movie um, from fucking... With Charlize Theron in it. Yeah. It was directed by the director of Girl Fight. Michelle Rodriguez movie where Michelle Rodriguez fucking beats people up, I think. It was also from the director of Jennifer's Body. That movie where Megan Fox is a demon. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, MTV is going to be fucking doing another live action Aeon Flux. It'll be written and executive produced by the guy who made the Teen Wolf show. Oh. The Teen Wolf show, which I will oh. remind everybody for the more time, is not a, technically not a remake of Teen Wolf because, well, technically it is, but it is more closely a remake of Big Wolf on Campus. Because, yep, I will beat that into the fucking ground. <laughs> and that's news. It's news. New releases-wise, this week, Incredibles 2. That's not out yet here. Well, suck it. Yep. Yeah, so Incredibles 2, a uh, movie that is doing fucking gangbusters. Apparently, with everybody fucking loving the goddamn shit out of this movie, and one reviewer I trust saying it was not movie. great. I'm going to I'm going to enjoy the shit out of this movie when I go see it. Yep, I'm, like, I'm go already I'm already go scheduled to go see it. I think with Birdie and Jimmy and my wife. So looking forward to that shit. Yeah, I'm probably gonna be seeing it too. I'll see it when it comes out. Yep, uh, also coming out this week, Tag. Yeah, the movie based on, like, a YouTube video. Yeah. Isn't it based on a real story? Apparently. Yeah, based on a real story, uh, which was made into a YouTube video and it has now been made into... A movie. And with a surprisingly high-profile cast. Yeah. Yeah, it's Ed Helms, Jake Johnson, Hannibal Burris, John Hamm, and Jeremy Renner. Along with J Rashida Jones, Isla Fisher, Thomas Middleditch. 
Oh, it's really weird. Yeah, it's a it, yeah, it's weird. It's a weird movie now. Yeah. And next week, fucking Jurassic World two. Da, 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 don't da. don't we'll don't we'll get fucking sued. <laughs> I mean, the it kind of sucks to me that Jurassic World was once the top grossing movie of all time. That movie yeah. did not really deserve that. Yeah. Like, I watched it, and it's not the lost world. Like, it's okay, it's kind of the lost world. It's no Jurassic Park 3. Is what I will say. Uh. Anyway. That's going to do it for this week, I guess. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back at some point with more of this shit. Yeah. Till then, I'm dead. I'm caveman. And I'm Rascal. See you guys next time. For some reason, I always wave goodbye. <laughs> Seriously, I can't help it. I just do.